The Comedians of Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Tanakatsu Tony, a.k.a. the Patreon Don, a.k.a. Arlen. You wanted it? Don Strowman. Don, Donnie <laughs> Wrestling, a.k.a. Donnie Capri, from the time I went to Italy, a.k.a. the modern-day Goof Araja, coming at you like Scott Bakula, baby, baby, let's take a quantum leap. Come on, Sam. Gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, wee, yeah, yeah. The girl, she's mine. (laughs) (laughs) She's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy wrestling re- Actions! Woo! Not changing my lifestyle. I'm four or five women every day of my life. Oh man, that's right, from the man himself. Look, now before we get into it, let's remember a couple things, okay? First thing I want to say is that if you like what we're doing here, remember, we are grassroots. Support us. We got a Patreon, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. You can get access to bonus episodes. Uh, I mean... We got a bonus episode that's out right now, I believe. It'll be out this second. It is the movie review of the movie from 1991, Suburban Commando, featuring none other than the Hulkster, Hulk Hogan, Christopher Lloyd, and Shelley Duvall. And uh, Mark Calloway. And Mark Calloway, The Undertaker's first appearance in a film. And last. (laughs) I I don't know. I actually don't know. Anyway, one other thing. Remember, you can get your opinion on this show, okay? We got a cash-in feature. All you got to do, you leave us a voicemail. You can cash in your opinion on this show. You leave us a voicemail at 316-530-2429-316. 3-0-2-4-2-9. Blow my mind. Gabba, gabba, wee. Hey, remember, we got cow t-shirts. Let me tell you, I think I got five left of these cow animal print t-shirts from the show. Uh, if you want to hit me up, there's five of them left. Only large and XLs left. I think I got two of one and three of the other. I don't know, but hit me up on the Facebook page, Queens Wrestling Facebook page. Tell me what it's like at four in the morning. Shoot me a DM on Instant Messenger, and you can have... One of those shirts. Well, I got something else to say about shirts. It. But you can't before, have it. You got to pay for well, it. Well, you got to pay for it, but it's right. ca- you know, just send me some cash. Anyway, uh, let me introduce the people in the room right now so we can get into t-shirts because I got to talk about t-shirts anyway. To my front, returning from last week, back from Burning Man. Who knows? His emotions are a flat circle. Nasty Newman, what up? How about it? 
That's it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So you never know what you're going to get from him. And returning guest from the world of business, Don Juan Business, Orlin Marmel in studio. Thanks for sending me a calendar hold for this uh, meeting. It's yeah, going to be absolutely. an exciting meeting today. I wanted to loop you in on the quarterly reports. Uh, our quarterly reports, what the big four pay-per-views are. Yeah, well, <laughs> right. what we're going to do is we're going to do a quarterly business review, yeah. a.k.a. a QBR of the WWE performance and stock trends. Yeah. A QBR is a real thing? Yeah, we do We do QBRs. Yeah. You do a QBR? Yeah. Listen, guys, this isn't going to be one of those fun QBRs. Right, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a beating meeting, all right? <laughs> Absolutely, because we got to get whipped into shape. And producer Anosh in studio. Bienvenido. You heard him last week. He's not going to take any more shit. <laughs> He's got That's an it. attitude and he'll promo yeah. off on you. All right, look, t-shirts. Speaking of t-shirts, so the cow t-shirts, everyone in this room, you got a cow animal print t-shirt. I'm wearing one right now. I do. Yeah. I wore it around my house all day yesterday. Yeah, shirts are dope. You can get them. But the thing is, we got to restart the conversation about the Nasty Newman t-shirt mm, contest. Right. That's true. Which we had to put on hold because I was in New York. Working on the stand-up show. So now, look, when do we want to end this thing? And the produ- producer, no, she's your first duty as a producer besides well, the, on the keys. Well, I think before we move on to that one, we have to justify the result of the last one because Thomas Turner has uh, shed- Turner Thomas. Turner Thomas has said that uh, he's a little bit upset that he didn't get his actual song that he poured his heart into on the air consistently. So I told him I'd help him out and throw him in a bone. Maybe I'd put it at the end what is this back channel you guys no. set up with this? Yeah, what are you talking about? You to go behind my back? No, it's Dude. on the group. Whoa. It's on the group. He easy, it easy, sh- uh, Jared Kushner. Take it. Yeah. Your back also, channel. If your name's Turner Thomas, you deserve to have it inverted. That's that's a you <laughs> problem. Yeah, it's exactly. not. It's no one's uh, fault. Well, 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 listeners, all right, for the new listeners, uh, we had a uh, cow theme song contest. Mm-hmm. Turner Thomas won that yeah. fair and square. Mm-hmm. I sent him a WrestleMania chair. I agree. Okay, so he won the prize, and then we haven't been back here to record it because. Jabroniac Skylar Aston was going to record right. the theme song, and then we haven't been able to lock that down because this is a high, that's a high-level talent. Yeah, okay? right. Excuse so me, who's, who's WrestleMania chair did you send him? Arlen wouldn't oh. take, by the way, <laughs> no. you want to talk about businessmen. At I was going straight to my office, and I couldn't walk in there with a chair. Arlen was too, let me tell you about this guy, Teeters. This is why oh. we can't say his full name on this podcast, okay? He's just Arlen, okay? You don't know that his last name is Marmel. But so on on this I'm podcast. So, some of us have jobs, you know? <laughs> I got a job. This is my job. Uh, and so. He's trying to bully me into using my real name on Twitter. I don't like it. No, no. Well, listen, your Twitter. All right, look, guys, there's a lot happening here. <laughs> Let's talk about the nasty. We'll, we'll deal with Turner. We're going yeah, we'll to get that song done. We got to get Skylar on it. That's good to know that he's disappointed. Uh, but uh, listen, you got a chair. Send me the chair back. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, Newman. Yeah. The Nasty Newman t shirt contest. Yeah. A lot of things to talk about here. Mm-hmm. We had some submissions already. Mm-hmm. We got those. Those are already in the bank. Right. We'll have a nose dredge those up, and then we'll get those. And then we got, let's have a couple more weeks. People get some new designs in. Yeah. Okay. Because right now there's a there's I mean, a clear winner. It's pretty obvious. Well, do you want me to? And the winner re-explain? of this contest will get a cow T-shirt. Okay. They will get a cow animal print T-shirt in either large or extra large. Yeah. So only people who want those sizes can submit. Mm-hmm. So keep eating, folks. <laughs> yeah. For all you small folks out there, keep eating. Anyway, so uh, yeah, you want you want to, you want to shed some words on this, and yeah. I'm gonna look up a calendar date. <clears throat> look, less is more. Okay, like I uh, I appreciate a lot of the designs. Kind of busy. Kind of uh, the what's the word I'm looking for? The um, uh, the format or the uh, the sort of uh, uh, 
com- uh, this guy uh, lost his words word? at Burning Man. Composition <laughs> of the images is a little wonky on some of these. Less is more, guys. Uh, I'm wearing a shirt right now. War game shirt. Just says war nice games. Nice merch. Thank you. Really nice merch. Uh, just says war games on top. It has like the uh, the double cage fading into the the bottom. Stuff like that. The uh, or if you want to go like the more like quote unquote metal route. There's a uh, white zombie T-shirt that has like a big zombie face and it says white on the top, zombie on the bottom. Takes up the whole T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I think one of the problems pitfalls people fall into is they're pandering a bit to your likes. They want to well, include like weed, rock and roll, right. everything. But here's the thing. They they're pandering by using literally those things. I said yeah. I like I like weed and, uh, and and metal. And there's right. I mean God bless them. There's like here's your shirt. It's a weed leaf with a guitar next to it. It's like I, I mean come on dig a little bit deeper than <laughs> yeah. that. Do a little bit deeper. Newman right, on so. his throne as people present him with ideas. <laughs> take next. it back. Take it back. Newman is in the Facebook page. Community wrestling Facebook yeah. page. You can maybe prod him with some questions and he'll take it. I don't know. Yeah, you might I'll be able to hit him on. I hit him up on DM. Yeah. Crack it into a Lacroix. Yeah, it's a good idea actually. I'm I'm just curious. Uh, the show has one sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Getting, you, I got you neglect to reference the sponsor. We're going to the sponsor right now. This was all the time. To, this part was supposed to be quick. This part was supposed to be quick. I mean, I'm there's done. one Here, person funding the show, and you're talking about Newman's interests. Why don't you talk about the sponsor of the show? Okay, let's Chef's get into third it. Third best friend. <laughs> all right, guys. You know, we actually good call, Arlen. We got an exciting sponsor of the show. Okay, everybody. This guy, yeah, is the call of the Adam Letterman. Adam Letterman, attorney at law. law. Adam is the uh, top guy at the law firm Davis, Saperstein, and Solomon, located in New Jersey and New York. Okay, Adam was a top, he was voted a top 40 under 40 lawyer nationally and is certified by the Supreme Court of New Jersey as a civil trial attorney, okay? Adam specializes in personal injury law. You call this guy, you've been hit by a car, a kendo stick, or you got a Ronda Rousey elbow. (laughs) (laughs) What is it called? (laughs) The the arm tosses. Those ragdoll arm tosses. That's why you don't improvise during the reads. Okay? Hey, Cal listeners, you get free legal advice from Adam. Okay? You can simply message him, Adam Letterman, L-E-D-E-R-M-A-N, on Facebook. He's in the Community's Wrestling Facebook group. You just send him a message there, okay? Hey, unlike Brock, Adam Letterman will show up and be your legal champion. Okay, so Nancy Newman t-shirt contest. What I'm saying is you got till October 3rd to get those in there. You could prod Newman. And here's the other thing. We're going to give our opinions on the t-shirts, but ultimately this will be Newman's choice, and he has the choice of choosing none. Yeah. Okay, Which I have, might do. And this shirt would go up on ProWrestlingTees.com for all you people out there clamoring to represent Nasty Newman. Okay? All right. Let's move on. Let's take a breath. And I notice a frightening lack of water in this room right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. See, that's oh, the problem. Oh, all right. I know. That's one of your producer duties. Okay, you're supposed to bring the water. Oh, water in. boy, yeah, is that the, what you're suggesting? Listen, man, you're the only one on the table here. Okay, There's no man. suggestion being made. It's I'll direct. Go, I'll go. I'll go. We get need some water. water. Yeah, I'll no. we'll get some water. You're gonna do it now as a friend. Okay, no, it's part of the job. Well, now you should, <laughs> now you should feel bad. It's part of the job. Okay, right. so hey, but while uh, while Nosh is getting water, let's talk shit about him, aka let's actually play a cash in. I'm All standing right here. Okay, let's play a cash in. Uh, here we go. This is a cash in. Uh, we're gonna play. We got a couple. We're gonna play all. This is a cash in uh, from my dad. All right. I don't know what this is about. I didn't pre-listen to this. Play 
breaking news, jabroniac. <laughs> I've discovered the identity of the person who is the New York Times White House op-ed anonymous person. It is none other than the small business administrator for the Trump administration and former WWE CEO Linda McMahon. Oh, wow. When Donald Trump was fighting at the WrestleMania, he came on to her daughter Stephanie in an appropriate manner. And Mother Linda has been looking for revenge to get back at the president. This has been breaking news from the first Ronda Rousey fan, <laughs> Richard Black, the goof's father. Can you smell what the Rousey is kicking? Your I mean, father could not be more from Long Island. Huge, He's in the goof's father, father. WrestleMania. <laughs> Wait, so my, guys, this and is... And just the way he presents his words. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like one of Trump's attorneys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. My, so my dad is saying that. Okay, look, huge, guys. Huge, if true. This isn't, this isn't a show. McMahon. <laughs> this is not a... Uh, you guys know this is not a political show. No. Okay, we, we veered right. in these political times. Right. We dipped. Who put the toes in the water? But I mean, when you have big news like this, my dad, my dad is saying that the the mole in the White House, similar yeah. to our mole situation on the podcast, that's what makes it relevant. We have a WWE mole stealing my ideas, putting them on TV. The mole in the White House is none other than the small business administrator, Linda McMahon. And you hear the <laughs> the reason is because at WrestleMania, what was that twenty five? I guess yeah, twenty three. Well, uh, whichever one would have had Bobby Lattery, Trump was involved. Right. My dad is claiming that Trump took a liking to Stephanie McMahon. He took a shine. He to took her. a shine to her. And because of that, Linda has infiltrated his administration only to leak details a year and a, two yeah. years in. Yeah, what do you guys think? I mean, Sound theory? Huge if true. She already did, she already denied being the, the, the author of it. This would be one of the biggest works of all of WB of all time. Well, with this, with this the other the, big nugget here is that she would have to have Lodestar in her vocabulary. Right. Do you think, oh, wow. Can we get a notion? We got to look that up. Do we have any clips of Linda McMahon? You have to look back in their history Lodestar? to see, because they are, Mr. Pence is on record as using Lodestar Absolutely. multiple times. This is a great work. It's this incredible. Work. But, like, why would you use something that specific? Unless it's such a common term for him. I actually do have a prediction with this with this author. Uh, I do think it is a work. I think that somebody within the Trump administration contacted New York Times, pretended to be somebody who was uh, a dissident within the administration, so that they could expose the New York Times. as like, see, look, they just take anonymous sources. They don't, they don't vet anybody. They don't blah, blah, blah. This is a time Interesting bomb. Interesting take. This is a time bomb planted by that's the called, Trump. That's called, that's double jeopardy. Yeah. That's a that's a double turn. Mm -hmm. that's yeah, the, interesting. My, we, a double turn. Well, we were talking about moles. We have a cash in about the mole in well, this podcast. We should be anyway. Thanks, thanks, Dad. I love you. Thanks for bringing the uh, thanks for bringing the heat. You the know goose I mean? father has been here and he is gone now. <laughs> hey, this is Chris. I just actually wanted to cash in on this mole real fast. We always pretend that we don't know who the mole is, but we never talk about Ziggler. And if you really look back, you look back at Aiden English, you look back at Carmela, all those little those little trails that you've been leaving, saying, hey, this is what they need to do. Well, Ziggler was over there on SmackDown at that time, and you know what? Mm. He actually got a little bigger. He, he ended up with a, a fatal four-way title shot for the world title. And then, after that, he goes to Raw. And they say, hey, let's put him with Drew. And now he's, he's way bigger. He's with Braun Strowman at the moment. And I just think... 
if we really look back at all the little trails, we'll realize the Mole for the Cow podcast group is Dolph Ziggler. Thank you very much. I have solved this case. Listen, if I mean, thanks, thanks, Chris. Yeah. If this is true, this is big. I mean, Dolph Ziggler's on record here admitting saying he doesn't listen to podcasts. That might be the first way place to look. Is yeah. Next time I'm with Ziggler, I got to take his phone. Mm-hmm. And also, now that I'm talking about this, if I see he's guarded of his phone, yeah. If he's guarding his phone, that might be a tell also that he listens. But I got to see: does he have the podcast app, and is he subscribed to any podcasts? I he mean, feels like a hip guy. It's hard to believe that he's not listening to any podcast. When he puts well, earbuds in, I mean, it's metal. I think we know that. <laughs> yeah, he's doing metal. Hair metal. Yeah. Also, I mean, but does it surprise you that somebody who goes on Fox News wouldn't be looking for other people's opinions via mm. podcast? Interesting. Wow. That, that lines up for me that he doesn't listen to podcasts. Well, we'll have to, if Ziggler is the mole, I mean, you know, I'd like to hear more proof. All you guys out there, yeah. you've heard Ziggler's takes. You think there's more proof that he's the mole. There's a lot of speculation that uh, Jabroniak uh, pitched Mr. Perfect Skylar Aston. That's is my the theory. Mole. That's my theory. Is the mole. Because I think when you're when you're a Hollywood type, mm-hmm. you know, which yeah. he is, he's one of these Hollywood types. Yeah, he's one of these Hollywood <laughs> types. You know, they, they get into type. fake relationships just to pump themselves up. You know, that mm-hmm. whole Tom Cruise thing. That I mean, you this know. is a businessman to a Hollywood. This is an assessment. Type. I'm right. reading. Okay, yeah. I'm reading this. There's motive there mm-hmm. because I think if ultimately Pitch Mister Perfect is outed as the mole, right. that raises his stock tremendously. Yeah, tremendous. Because it's a great. Work. He's going to be starring. He's going to you know Superman's out. Henry right. Cavill done. done. Yeah, gone. That's what he's going for. They out him as the op-ed writer. He's in. Bam. Wow. DC Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I mean big. Well, let's see. Big. All right, look, we got we got we got a lot to cover today. Let's get into it. Hell in the Cell, go home shows, Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm pretty uh, pumped up for this Hell in the Cell uh, pay per view across the board. I would say that the Raw and SmackDown shows are not getting me pumped up. I'm specifically pumped for the card. Yeah, the. The Hell in a Cell card. Listen to this card. I just want to read it out. Tell me this is not one of the better cards we've had in a long time. Uh, for a non-Big Four pay-per-view. Okay, we got uh, Daniel Bryan and Bree versus Miz and Maurice. Mm-hmm. P- pretty cool. I'm into it. I mean, uh, Maurice back in ring shape after having a baby five months ago. I mean, could Miz have screened that any more times? Incredible. (laughs) I was on Twitter today. There were some swamp takes on that. Somebody tweeted like, tremendous that they're back, and then you get all these dudes that are like, back from what? Nothing? And I'm like, yeah. I can't even imagine having a baby, let alone doing anything yeah. ever again after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would garbage. just retire. It's Back incredible. From know, growing it's a human being inside of her. Both of them. And then pushing it out. Incredible. Yeah, That's insane. I mean, literally I mean it's called the miracle of birth for a reason. And she's back on TV in a crop. Yeah. Pop. It's incredible. <laughs> okay. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe for the WWE championship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New Day versus Rusev Day for the championship. Reigns versus Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman with Mick Foley as the guest referee in a hell in a cell. By the way, just to clarify this for the podcast, you guys know this match counts as executing the money in the back. Yes. You know that, right? Yes. Yeah. That's how he got this title shot. I actually wasn't following that. I think when I was in Japan, I kind of missed that detail. Yeah, me too. It's tremendously flawed logic to me, though. You what? touched on this on the podcast. I, 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 I don't understand the concept. 
Let's step back. Let's go. Let's go to the business side here. Well, should we Why? finish the card? Or you want to talk yeah, business? I, I, if, if, a couple of matches. I have Rousey some strong Bliss takes on this. Championship. Every match almost has a, a a belt on it, and all the grudge matches are ones you want to see. Yeah. The only two matches that are not for belts are Hardy versus Orton, which is the next one in a cell, which is all. It's like, do we see Matt in that match? I mean, you know, I it, thought. Jeff Hardy was stepping away. I don't know, but he's stepping away. But let's say he's probably falling away. I mean, yeah. this guy's about to take a bump. He's gonna fade away. He can't. He fade away till he renders himself obsolete. That's not how that goes. <laughs> I'm going uh, to hell. Enjoy the show. Hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> I have that in my notes. Okay, we'll talk about. It. Oh man, that's a Jeff Hardy ends all of his promos just by being all right. Let's do the show. Yeah. <laughs> he character. He did it one other time before, and I was like, that was weird. Yeah. And then he did it again this week. Uh, anyway, all right, we'll get into that. Um, Charlotte versus Becky for the title. Yep. And Ziggler McIntyre versus The Shield. Ambrose and Rollins for the belt. I mean, that's a pay-per-view, no? Strong card. Yeah. Two and uh, two of these matches are in a cell. What are they now? Are they all four hours? Yeah, this will be four hours. Jesus. Yeah. And then they do a pre-show. And then yeah. pre-show. And then I'm do. also going to be at Bola Brutal. that right. day, the Bola Finals. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what I'm watching this thing. I, I don't know what. I, it's so much. Um, it's too anyway. much. All right. It's too much. So, all right. You, we, we were talking about, well, Arlen, back into it. Rain Strowman cashing in a business take yeah. on the on the Here's what I don't understand. Go what to the board is the room. kayfabe explanation for giving the briefcase to a guy who is effectively already a number one contender who can get the match at any time and be on the card. What is the story? What is the creative logic behind not giving the briefcase to someone that's kind of an outside shot that can be inserted? And th- as a corollary, yeah. you then have a situation where he effectively cashes in with notice. And so he's just saying, hey, I just want a match. Right. Yeah. And well, he could have gotten it any... Also, it, it, the logic, it's a waste the, of a briefcase. Yeah, it's definitely a, all right. It's definitely feels like a waste of a briefcase only because of how much we love the briefcase. Now, from a if I'm a writer at WWE and I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what? Let's just. It's good to take years, mania years off of the briefcase. Mm-hmm. Like, it's good to have a, a, a mania where you're like, no, they're not expecting cash-ins because it makes the cash-in. Tired, but can't you solve that by but having at the same someone time, cash it is in? It's a waste of it of uh, that creative tool of the cash in. Like now, you you lose it just for a match. Here's the reason it's a real big waste. It's a cool idea for Strowman because it's not unprecedented. We know Cena did it, but it's pretty much it's a it's a bold move. It's a waste of it's a, like you say a waste of the case for Strowman to to announce it beforehand. But the problem is it, it doesn't line up with his heel behavior leading up to this, right? So his behavior leading up to this was, I show up outside of the match, and you know I'm going to cash in when it's done, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was his beginning, his trend towards becoming a heel, right? Where we're like, wait, we had a debate on the podcast, which was, um, hey, no, get my my heads up. Yeah. Turn up the my cans, man. Turn my cans Turn up. Turn up the cans. Get me some water. Look it was worth stopping because my cans are too low. Anyway, but uh, I'm saying, leading up to that, we were like, hey. Such a diva since he went viral. <laughs> hey, no. hey, hey, listen. <laughs> no, she didn't bring the water. He's new to the job. He's fucking up. All right. Anyway. Do you want to cut another promo? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> take over these airwaves. Absolutely. Turn the, Just turn the keys up. Anyway, so we, when Strowman first joined at SummerSlam, he mm-hmm. waited outside. Now, his... 
let's call it a game, was Strowman was like, hey, I do it face to face. I'm not scared. I'm joining. He said, like, the, he said, the second I see Lesnar, mm -hmm. I'm cashing in, right? Yeah. But then when it came, pushed came to shove, they were like, uh, nah, they, they were probably trying to make him not hold the briefcase. But then you can logic it out by saying, the justification was it was his part of his descent towards becoming a heel was that first step of like, I'll cash in when you're hurt. Right. You know? Yeah. But I have news for you. So this then I'm is saying now for him to do it like a face, which is that's what Cena it's a face move to cash in your money in the bank, not as a surprise. I get it, but he was trying now he's a heel. That's he was trying to do that up front. He was basically trying to be a face and saying, I'm not gonna be dishonorable. I'm gonna what to me that that's kind of irrelevant. I still it's the core it point sloppy. is the core point is it's sloppy and you've wasted the briefcase now two years in a row. Two years in a row. So it's not taking one year off. Right, because right. Corbin wasted it, right? The constable. Yeah. Right, but how do you, I mean, how do you factor in, do we think it gets too muddled if now we have briefcase for the men and the women? Does it get too muddled if we see two surprise successful cash-ins a year? You got to remember, the precedent of the Money in the Bank briefcase was essentially if you win it, you will be the champion, right. which was cool for a while. Yep. But now we have two on both sides a year. Mm -hmm. So... We're susceptible to that getting stale. So it's better off to make it... I think it's good to dilute that. Well, The, the only people who have squashed a cash-in, uh, squandered a cash-in scenario, have been... Shamus? Uh, Did he? Damien Sandow? Yeah. Farrah Corbin? That's it, right? I think that's it, honestly. There might be one other that I'm not remembering. It might be Strowman this weekend, but I think that's it. Well, do you think that Matt Foley or Mick Foley is going to... Matt Foley. Is Mick Foley going to... Matt Foley's coming in. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. He's, he's, get been, he's back been back on the right track. He's been waiting in a van <laughs> down by the river. Uh, do you think Mick Foley is going to interfere and cost Roman the match? Or Strowman? Because that might... There's a the idea no, I, I, the idea might not. be that he because because the constable said to Braun Strowman, uh, Stephanie says you need to get that belt off of Roman, and right. if McFoley is there, former you know GM, uh, part of the authority ostensibly, he might be there to foil it, make uh, Roman lose, and then that's why Strowman had the briefcase. So, so you're saying could that Mick would be in cahoots with Steph. And we would see a heel McFoley? Perhaps. I mean, I'm just, that, would I'm be, just, that would be an interesting way to bring back Foley. I'm just tossing stuff out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I, I have a feeling, I don't know, my sense, uh, some people were saying that on the Facebook page, talk about wrestling at four in the morning on their side, blessed be the fruit. But I think that Foley's just going to guest referee, and that's kind of just a, another sell for the pay-per-view. You know what I mean? He's wearing a new T-shirt. He's kind of just more of a business angle. But none of it changes that we've wasted the briefcase. Yeah, so, but I'm, okay, so. I mean, I honestly think that they gave was, it to him because they they, they they like him and they want him to have accolades. And so they're like, fucking make him win the greatest Royal Rumble. Give him the give him the, the briefcase. Give him this. Just give him something because they're not ready to make him like the champion, but they don't want him to be like, fuck, fuck off. Which, right. I, which also, I, get. I don't think there was forethought on how he would cash in, right? Like, right. it was like, let's just give it to him. They might have decided that that night. But the only thing that's been slop, you know what? Let's just, I want to just parlay this in, into like my feelings on Strowman this week, okay? Okay. Which is, and then we'll, we'll make sure we end this episode by giving our hard predictions on the pay-per-view, but is Strowman, this is one of the signs of a great talent, mm -hmm. is when they start 
booking them sloppy and it doesn't matter. Right. Right. Like Braun Strowman is uh, a really big talent. Like he's he's Braun Strowman is the real deal. Now, I think we all know that that's kind of obvious at this point. But even right now, his transition to heel, you're like. It was so abrupt, and it's definitely like confusing the crowd. Right. I think everyone has a when he comes out, we're like, "What? Oh, we don't like this guy now." But like, I still like him. His switch back to heel has been so like natural. You to see the difference between face Strowman and heel Strowman. I'm like, man, this guy can. This guy gets this business. Yeah, like the character is so good. So, I mean, yeah, they're blowing the case, but I like that he's a guy who would schedule the cash-in. He's like, I just want the opportunity. He has such a belief in himself. He's like, I'm a monster among men. I don't care. When he was – I think the lead-up to this has been a little sloppy, and I'm, I think turning him peel was a mistake. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think he should – do you think it was weird? Do we mean, miss a moment here for Strowman to either win the belt – I don't think that or he's. I don't think that he ever turned heel or as a face. face I, mean, I think he is just in between, he's and tweening. sometimes he's being. And even when he's acting nobly, he's still being. He's still cynical. Like he still has his own special. No, but mathematically, in he was a. Yeah, I know he was definitely a tweener. Like in terms of like his some of his behavior was heel in that Austin way. I just think right? that some of it can be explained by looking at it as like. But his opponents have been heels. What I'm saying. Right, but like as. Like a business, like they're trying out things with him. Like they made him, they did the Nicholas thing to see if he was hit with kids. Surprise, he is. Now they're, you know, going to push him a little bit evil to see if he can do that. They're just, they're just giving him whatever because I, they know he can handle it. I think the root of it is sort of in your point from before, which is they're not ready to give him the full right. jetpack. So they're kind of like playing around. Right. And I think to your point, he's really multidimensional. Mm -hmm. So they stick him in different things and it all kind of works. And you know, in a classic WWE case, most people, I think, would probably fall over somewhere along the way here. Because right. when, when they don't know what to do That's with you, saying. they put you in awkward situations and it all kind of, it, it looks poorly upon you. The right. other example of this was AJ Styles. Yeah. When AJ came in, it was his booking was all over the place. Right. He was going heel face. You remember that? Like yeah. that whole swap? And it didn't matter. He was still over. Right. Uh, it reminds me, if we go all the way back to The Rock. Right. The Rock, when he, he was, when The Rock turned heel I remember watching that in like the in the attitude era it was I was like shook I was like what right he's literally calling himself the people's champion like he's over he's doing the people's eyebrow like what are they gonna do I right. consciously remember that feeling of like uh, and I remember when uh, when he did the corporate elbow and he started going corporate and he sp spun it and I was like I was like what this is crazy <laughs> like he's the everyone likes him and he turned out his heel run was incredible, right? And it it, it it worked out. I mean, we already he was already said precedent as heel, but I'm saying. So is, this is probably one of those scenarios where the talent is so good it doesn't matter. Right. But but, but I do think the crowd is confused yeah. when when Strowman's coming out and he's saying like my pack. They I think they want to cheer, but they're also into what he's doing, so they're trying to respect it. Right. So there's like a weird. Silence. To me, these situations arise when there's a divergence between what the crowd is responding to and what WWE wants. Right. And I think Braun Strowman is a classic case of he doesn't have a, a Today Show face. He's right. not a Today Show guy. Right. Like, we're all excited about him because we're like, man, what a multidimensional talent. He's got a look. He's got a shape. He's right. charismatic. He's got all this stuff. 
he's not Roman Reigns. You can't trot him out there and put him. He, he's not going to wind up in the Hollywood Reporter. I know, but they're wrong because right. Roman Reigns is the guy who put on Conan. Uh, let's parlay this into it. If you put, I mean, has Roman Reigns been on talk shows yet? I don't I mean, everyone's going to go to sleep. Yeah. What could this guy talk about? Strowman is okay. extremely easy to listen to in, in interviews. Especially, Strowman is like yeah. has a person. All right, this this goes perfectly into what I want to talk about this week, <laughs> and it's I want to waste some time on Roman Reigns because I got a little fired up on the Facebook group, and like let's let's take Strowman who. I think you put Strowman on a talk show and he could talk about him like shooting guns, even if you're not like a gun person, whatever. Right. He, he he's got a personality. Look yeah. at him on Instagram. He's like a fully f like formed person. Roman Reigns. I mean. Let's get into it. I mean, this guy is a dud. He's a body guy. <laughs> I, I think you're you're you're. I think you're missing the point here. Okay, like, what am I do, missing? Do you remember? Do you remember when Roman recorded that thing with his daughter a while ago? Uh, like they they shot a vignette. He was in his house, and it was like with the with the jeans with the piping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so like you mean with Bray? No, no, no. It was uh, just Roman and his daughter, and it was like. Be a dad, yeah, you yeah. know. They like it didn't. I don't remember what the point was, but it was like be a dad, right? Which, by the way, the being a dad gimmick, AJ Styles does it better. So I can't, can't for sure. <laughs> yeah, so but I, I think what you're leaving out is aesthetics, and a lot of the time when it comes to the image that WWE wants to present, there's an aesthetic, and Roman has an extreme. He looks need the like an drop. actor. He looks like a Hollywood right. guy, and Braun. Looks like a dude who stepped off the football team, the college football team. And like, yeah, he's charismatic. He's got a great, he's got all this, but there's still an aesthetic and he's not that guy. He, You send him to a children's hospital, he's scary. Yeah. He's not that guy. He just isn't the guy you want him to be. And the, unfortunately for all of us, he's got the substance, but Roman has the style that they want. Right. And that's it. Well, that that's what makes guys like... The Rock, like The Rock. That's why The Rock He's is both. the number one star of the world. Right. He's the number one star. Is because when you had a guy who's just a confluence of it all, and that's a nod to wrestling, mm -hmm. which demands so much talent in one person to be the guy, that to the point where there's not always a guy. Right. Like right now, we don't have a guy. Because you're right. Strowman is, doesn't have... He's not he's not 100%. He well he doesn't look right for that part right. to be that thing. And that's why sports suck because you can have a guy like LeBron and he's he's the guy cuz he's like yeah he's the guy cuz he's that good at the sport. But he also But I mean there's a whole package he, to LeBron. I've seen him in the movies. He's not doing what the Rock's doing in the movies. No, he's not. I just watched Jumanji again. <laughs> okay? Movie's great. But I mean the, the what if you, what if you shave Braun Strowman's face? And his head. And his head. You need to shave his head too. I, bet I you. still think he's the wrong shape. Sure. He he doesn't have the right aesthetic right. for you, this. You don't part. think like all right. Here, I'm, I'm going on a limb. I'm saying Strowman. He would he would need like a bigger push and stuff. And this is down the line. But you think a Strowman with the size and the monster gimmick to me has a better shot of hosting SNL than Reigns. Yeah, I mean, like, I can see like, it both Could you imagine that? Like, as a writer, you're like, oh, he's a guy. He's like, he's he's really big. Like, what do you? What would you? How would you write sketches for Reigns? What would they be? I mean, it would just be like whatever they did for The Rock, where it's like he's gonna play uh, a big dog. Okay, a and big, I'll take it yeah. even a step further. What about movies? 
I can write a movie for Strowman. I can pitch Strowman movies right now. Okay, hit me well, with one. Uh, Go. Uh, my Giant movie. 4. Love it. <laughs> he's, like, he's the mountain. Look, your point about movies. Yeah, he's a mountain that turned into a man. <laughs> right? What, what would be a Roman movie? There movie? is a difference. Okay, SNL. Great, great one. Yeah. Strowman's definitely more interesting in an SNL capacity because he is so unusual that there's so much you can do around him. Movies, Strowman is a great, he's, he's, he's unusual. But none of that changes that like what you're talking about is the face of, like Tom Brady's the face of the NFL for a reason, okay? He looks the part. But he's also the His best wife player. is Giselle. Yeah, I mean, if he right? was the best player, his team would have won the Super Bowl. Go Birds. I, oh yeah! I just, shout out to everyone listening to this down at the Hagee Strop. Yeah, on down the Hagee Factory, Go Birds. Yeah, Undefeated so far this year. Geno's or Pats? Uh, neither, dude. Gems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady is certainly—he's the number one player in my eyes because he's got the number one vegan food plan that I'm on. <laughs> shout out, shout TB12 out TB12 right here. Carrot, shout out. I got a handwritten letter from Tom Brady like, "Thanks for eating my vegan foods." Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> That's great. It's different. Uh, Being the face of a league is different than what you're talking about. Everything that you're saying is Braun Strowman has more substance. And I'm sitting here going, I agree. Okay, but so that is different than who you want to send to the children's hospital and who you want to send to the Today Show. Stuff. I actually think we're, now we're in this day and age, right, where like things in terms of wrestlers, they don't have to look the certain way. Also, our stars don't look the way they used to. They're not all Humphrey Bogarts or whatever. <laughs> you know, like, That's yeah. your point of reference. Yeah, Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> They're not all Tyrone Power. <laughs> the, yeah. Not, not everyone's... Dick Cabot. Jeez. And, uh, Dick Cabot? <laughs> yeah, Dick Cabot. Who's the interviewer? <laughs> yeah. Not everybody's fucking Dick Cabot, okay? <laughs> Dick Cabot also, is he not... was not a movie star. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a Dick everybody. Cabot. <laughs> Dick Cabot looks like fucking Ted Koppel. Like, there's, <laughs> no, there's Listen, I think Dick you know Cabot we is one of your uncles. Okay, all right. Cool at WC Fields. <laughs> you know, right, we, were, we were kids and all the wrestlers looked like Gene Kelly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't think it's outdated stuff. Because The Rock is still the number one movie star in the world because... Precisely because he's palatable to everyone, and that's what they're looking for. No, The Rock. It's all personality. It's not Dude, all personality. I, I, it's it, not. He has an aesthetic. It is not all personality. Roman does. He wears a girdle. He doesn't have an aesthetic. Yeah, but he looks great. I in mean, suit. I guess he he has porn star hair, right? <laughs> and not, face. He looks like Khal Drogo. Dude, you're gonna tell me he doesn't have an aesthetic? Yeah. He only has an aesthetic. I guess that's so. the only thing that guy has. I, He's all right. aesthetic. I forgot that. I forgot that his face is great. Gorgeous. I forgot that his face is. If you ask fair. me what yeah. I want to look like, it's that. Yeah, it's just well, make me. Okay, all, right. He like looks like he stepped out of the Mediterranean Ocean. Okay, See. right now, right now, you can do a full on. <laughs> you can do a full on. Not a Freaky Friday. Just is just a life swap, okay? Right now, I touch you, okay? I touch you with the this. I pour this Lacroix on you, okay? Yes. And you transform into Roman Reigns. Do you want that? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Kind of Here, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm I'm bald. I'm five <laughs> foot six on a good day. Yeah. I have been and struggling. More money than you. I have been yeah. struggling to get a six pack for four and a half years. <laughs> I haven't touched a carb in. At least three years. 
Look at that guy. He's yeah. tripping over success. Do I want? I'm busting my ass over here. <laughs> he fails at everything, and it keeps working out for I him. Just love, I just love the fucking. All right, all right, all right Freaky Friday. Uh, you know, you can switch into somebody who is very handsome and successful <laughs> and and in shape. Do you want that? That is I got you. such an embarrassing Guys, listen, mark. I'm not Dick Cavett over here. Okay, but I got you. Uh, I got you. What is, a mark! This it's is outrageous. <laughs> Okay, but I, I mean, you lose your whole personality. You have to have that personality. You fine with that? Do you know that's how? That's not the way. That's not part of the Freaky Friday contract. No, I'm not doing Freaky that's Friday. That's not part of the Freaky Friday contract. That's correct. You, you take your consciousness. Yeah. You take your personality. No, I said it wasn't. That's why I specified specifically. Okay, it's well, not Freaky Friday. Do it again. Obviously, still a body yes. swap. Still yes. <laughs> you don't need a personality when you look like that. I have formed this personality yeah. strictly because I look like this. As a shield. Uh, I could shed this personality in a day if you gave me that physique. Sometimes I remember yeah. why this podcast is worth doing. Yeah, my person. <laughs> <laughs> My personality, our personalities are have been formed as a Sierra Hotel India Echo Lima Delta Shield. Absolutely. Because we don't have the looks. Be new. I'm basically asking you, would you want to be the guy that I spend a significant portion of my year talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you know Listen, I would be him solely to be able to have one of the, the, the tribal mm -hmm. tattoos yeah. and be it justifiable. Right, right, we'll right. get you one of those now, right after the show. But the problem is, I, hey, I it works know, for everyone in my life would make fun of me. But if I looked like Roman Reigns, people, look like people would like give me a pound and be like, cool, cool. Yeah, I would look like Ellsworth. I know. Uh, anyway, those tribals are... <sighs> Randy, that's Orton, that's Randy Orton, Orton seems to pull it off. Yeah, well, he's... I got news for you. Orton on another level I right would now. trade my personality just for his skin tone. If I kept the same package, <laughs> just give me one dimension of him. There's a lot. I mean, swarthy plus light. This is eyes. hot garbage. Hot Swarthy plus uh, light blue eyes does a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah, okay. Anyway. I would give vision in one eye just for hair. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel you. I, I'm one. saying, I don't, I, 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 I mean, all right, well, ask me the question. You guys didn't ask me. Well, you're an idiot. I can tell. All right, all right, all right. You make no if, you, sense. if you could body swap. Yeah. Not Freaky Friday. Not Freaky Friday, where somehow you retain, like, your consciousness stays here and you are now Roman Reigns. I just become Roman Reigns. What'd you do? But it? I lose I lose all my gifts, my talents. Right. You yeah. don't have that What's many gifts. Difference? I know you. Wait he a minute. Look. Many, he has more gifts than you. I don't so many get, more. Well, you didn't let me answer. I don't want to get sidetracked. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't understand how this body swap works. <laughs> <laughs> because if you don't rules. retain, if you don't retain your consciousness, what swap is happening? Well, we need a better movie reference. I know. Can we look up a body swap movie that's more freaky? There is none. No, because it's not an interesting what about premise. The, what about the little dicky <laughs> video? That's he still great, maintains his consciousness. I know. They, they maintain this. Okay. Th yes, that's the point. It's right, just well, a then obviously yes. swap. If, if you could put me in Roman Reigns, we'd have the fucking best talent of all where, time. Where, where, does, me? where does his consciousness go? Into here? Is he recording no, cow now? He's gone. He's gone. Uh, no, no one needs that. He evaporates? That. So no he's in the second place. All right, let's talk about Roman Reigns, all okay? Right. Let's, uh, let, let, Finally. Let, okay. Let's get into Roman Reigns. No, but so here's the deal. Roman Reigns, I've seen a lot of posts. This, I've seen a lot of posts about Roman Reigns, and there's. I'm starting to see the revolution of, hey, we should stop booing Roman Reigns. Saw a couple posts about that. Mm -hmm. And my whole thesis I posted on the Facebook page, why I was getting a little worked up about Roman Reigns, is like, guys, this guy deserves to be booed still. Right. And he deserves to be you booed more cheers. than ever. Okay, that doesn't mean, I just want to clarify, that doesn't mean that I'm not a mark for his wrestling mm -hmm. talents. 
I like his in-ring ability a lot. I think I can't remember the last like bad Roman Reigns match. Everyone at WWE attests to that. All the wrestlers are always like, yo, who's better to work with than Roman Reigns? He's a worker, brother. Right, yeah, absolutely. Everyone's got nothing bad to say about the guy in right. a shoot capacity. The guy. I understand that. He does feel like the guy. A lot of that is booking. A lot of that is booking. And there's a, a definitive value to the character of Roman Reigns. To, well... To the character, to the, I don't even want to call it a character, to the role of Roman Reigns, right. the role of Vince's guy, mm -hmm. who maybe doesn't deserve it as much as a Kevin Owens or these other guys who are, are, are really uh, earning fans love mm -hmm. or like earning the praise they get, right? So there's a lot of value in him being the guy to beat. There's a lot of value in a guy like Roman Reigns holding the belt. Because if a guy like Finn Balor beats Roman Reigns for the title, you're going to pop so hard. Yep, and right. That, right? Right. So I understand that there's an element there of getting worked. A guy who you think is snooze has that like early Cena vibe where he's just being pushed to the moon. And then when your guy who worked his ass off comes up and beat him, when we see it Survivor Series, AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns, and everybody wants AJ Styles to win, there's a lot of value to that. But I still want to say this. We can't forget... We can't see that and say that's okay. That that's a, that's worth five years. This will be five years in a row of Roman Reigns headlining a WrestleMania. That's five years of Seth Rollins's prime career not headlining manias. That's you know what I mean. That's prime time if guys AJ who's already on the outs, uh, Kevin Owens, guys who could get these big moment pushes. And are not getting it. And so there has to be, just be saying like, oh, he loses a lot. Yeah, he loses a lot when it doesn't matter. But he gets all the biggest opportunities. And when you think about the character of Roman Reigns, he's evolved almost zero. Like, he has, what is his character? What is his personality? He, I don't know anything about the guy except that he's a dad. When people say you're a dad, that's the equivalent of saying nice guy. <laughs> right? No one wants to be called a dad or a nice guy. So what... What, how many? How much more time are we going to waste on a guy who's a great worker and the guy to beat? How many more Mania main events do we get? Rollins, Seth Rollins is there. And he's, wait, these bones are breaking down it's, it's slowly, but we're, we're, these guys are losing years. Mm -hmm. So, I think what goes, is this? It goes back to what Arnold was just saying, though. It, it's You're thinking of it in the context of like these people who, quote-unquote, deserve it because they're good professional wrestlers. Roman Reigns is the guy who's going to be on the Today Show, or either they want as soon as Cena is like fully right. actor now, that's when you start seeing Reigns in these shows. In this, and it's not going to be Kevin Owens. It's not going to be Seth Rollins. It's not going to be Dina. It's not going to be anybody but right. Roman. What you're no. what you're doing is you're doing Mark talk. Yeah, you're being a Mark. And, and I have a disclosure. I am a WWE shareholder. I want yeah. the listeners to know that. Right. I don't Thank want to move the stock. Well, I don't want the SEC right, to well, investigate this podcast. We have another potential mole. Oh, I mean, boy. now we have a fucking... Now, you're not just a businessman. You're a company man. I'm a shareholder. Wow. I didn't know we had a <laughs> member of the authority here. Yeah, really? You, we do. You think it's full on Mark talk, what I'm saying? 100%. There's a, there's I'm going to tell you why. Yes. I'm going to tell you why. Yes. WWE is a publicly traded company. Okay? They do... Yeah, apparently. I just what's learned that. Best <laughs> for business. And Roman is not best for business. He is, and I'll tell you why. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a comparison right now. Okay. Controversial. But don't make it sports, because I won't understand. You will understand, and it will be sports. <laughs> you will understand. <laughs> Roman Reigns 
is the Colin Kaepernick of WWE. Wow. Wow. Okay? Wait a minute. I'm going to give this room to breathe. This is hot garbage. <laughs> I didn't even make a point yet. You're gonna, yeah, no, you're gonna no, no. Sound, All right, that wasn't fair. That was fair. Sound, let, get to the Burn it down. Holy motherfucking shit. <laughs> I can't believe Tulo has a drop. So, in my view, Roman Reigns is the Colin Kaepernick of the NFL. What I mean by that, and Are I'm, you I'm, Nike I'm, shareholder? I'm gonna steer I'm not a Nike shareholder. I should have bought. It dropped after the campaign was announced and it's back to where it was, and this is part of my point. Yeah. Well, the Kaepernick thing—that's a—that's a work, right? I'm gonna, all right, I'm going to make a point here, and I'm going to—I'm going to stay out of the political okay. morass. All right, okay. I'm, I'm backing away from the microphone. Usually, I, I, usually morass is good, but in this yeah, it's we're not. Getting, uh, I'm, yeah. There's some nuclear territory here, and I'm going to—I'm going to sidestep it. All right, here okay, we go. guys, let's, let's put this in perspective. These are huge men. Go. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick started something uh-huh. that sort of got bigger than him and he lost control of that thing. And I don't think people actually around him know exactly what he does or doesn't stand for. Frankly, he's been relatively quiet through most of it. But Nike made a controversial decision to make him the face of their big marketing campaign. And it was extremely divisive and it got a lot of people fired up. And what they got from that was a tremendous amount of media attention. No one cared in Japan. I just want to get, for the record, no one cared. Yeah, because they're making the shoes there. <laughs> yeah, I'll take, I, okay. I think that's China. I think yeah. that's, yeah, in Thailand. They got a tremendous amount of media attention. Their stock dropped briefly because people were freaked out about it. It's, it's back up above where it was before they announced the campaign. They've also seen a 30% increase in sales relative to last year, year on year. So in the end, the Colin Kaepernick thing has been good for Nike. You can stand on whatever side of this issue you want. I'm not I'm not addressing that point. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is that controversy can be good when handled properly. And Roman, like Colin Kaepernick, is a controversial guy and has sold tickets and gets all of us fired up. And obviously, he is better for business than these other guys for a variety of reasons. Not just because aesthetically and superficially he can be the face of the company. But because he gets people fired up, he clearly sells merchandise to children and whomever. Okay, he's clearly moving more merch than most people. He's clearly selling tickets when he's at the top of the card. And the last markier point I'll make is you said he headlined five years in a row. I don't think headlining WrestleMania means the same thing that it used to. I think you could argue whether he's actually headlined all of those years or whether there was another match that headlined. So in the end, my point is simply this while he may be controversial, he is the biggest and best thing they can do to keep that stock price going in the right direction. And the WWE stock price has never been higher. And that ultimately is their number one motivator. Okay. Business takes. Wow. (laughs) Mike dropped. Play your stupid sound drop now that I made an incredible point. on here to educate the cow nation listen i mean good luck i don't i here's where we disagree i think there's a lot of great points in there i mean you're clearly a smart guy you're a guy i've seen you you peddled your wares in the business field and and clearly it's it's something are you paul hammoning him right now mr marmel and any other person you'd be number one anyway terrible paul hammond okay arlen I agree with you on a lot of points. I agree he gets heat. I'm he's t- dominated this whole podcast today. Yeah. That is something. If people are talking, they're talking. That's why I'm sa- but I'm saying is that he's controversial 
in a really interesting way. He's controversial in a way that in a way that's like not. Well, it's not I, con- controversy that's gonna break out of the WWE bubble. That's why I, where I, my main disagreement with you is that he's not best for business. No, but that that you're Colin proving Kaepernick, his point. But you're proving his point because yeah. he is not interesting. But he's all they have. There is no other guy that's that has all, touches all those things and is also handsome. And sometimes interest uninteresting is interesting to sure. me. That's Colin Kaepernick. Like. I don't, he actually hasn't said that much and I don't exactly know what it's about, but he creates a tremendous amount of controversy and Roman, by virtue of basically doing very little that we all think is interesting, has become somehow very interesting. Um, and to, to the best for business point, I, I'm going to hand you something. I'd like you to re- read to the listeners, please, what I've shown you. Okay, well, Arlen's <laughs> asking me to read a exhibit, graph. Exhibit A. <laughs> He's asking me to read a graph. I forgot you're a comedian. <laughs> yeah, but business terms. Why? Is this a paragraph to you? <laughs> you should send me a, a line graph. What, what have I handed All you? All right, so you've sent, right now, I think, what I, I guess I'm, I'm looking at WB stock. Well, over the last five over years. Over the last five years, 2014 to 2018. Describe the shape the of the graph. Rain, if you will. <laughs> yes. Describe the shape of the graph. I would say the the shape of the graph is mostly a plateau, but in 2018, a mega increase. Would that be fair? And who has been the top guy for 2018? AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, would it be would it be Roman? Would it be Brock? Roman, Roman is clearly tw- overall, all things considered, he's clearly the number one What's guy. The, what, for what would WWE? make their stock? This is actually a real question. What? Would, why is the stock shooting up here? Is it? You want to get into some real is business? Is it actually talk? Roman Reigns or is it the, a network? The network? No, it's the Fox deal. This is the Fox deal. This has nothing to do with Roman Reigns. That's the problem with professional wrestling. Is that it's too big with WWE. Is it's too big to fail right now. So what I'm saying is that it doesn't even matter. All these guys are replaceable. So. Uh, my th- argument to WWE is because you're going to succeed no matter what, why not try some of these guys and find the guy who can actually, like The Rock, crack the wrestling fandom bubble where my mom will be like, what's up with this Kevin Owens guy or right. whatever, whoever, whoever but it is. But your mom you're would never no say one? that. Think about what are the odds. Your guy's argument is that there's no one. No, no. Here's what close? I'm saying. Go All back right. to your mom point. Is it likely, likelier, Adam that, that your mother would ask you, who Roman Reigns is or who Kevin Owens is. All things considered, which well, do you well, think well, is likely? This is a full that, disclosure. Yeah. My mom walked by the screen and Roman Reigns was on screen. She was like, who is that? Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. Also, Precisely. That bump might also be from Rousey as well. Well, I actually think Rousey is the, Rousey's the biggest star in the company right, <laughs> right now. Rousey's hits. She checks a lot of the boxes. Maybe all of them. The only thing she's lacking in is some of that is some of that uh, mic R- skills. Ronda which Rousey makes checks up for the all fact the boxes. That she's Ronda Rousey, except what I would call capital P, capital W, pro wrestling. She is yeah. athletically gifted, but right. as a like wrestler, full package, it's a little off. Right. Yeah. Well, she's she still getting there. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of part of her charm, right? Is that she's kind of not a wrestler, but she's wrestling. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't hope she injures someone, really but it would be interesting. Like, <laughs> when she won the belt at SummerSlam, she was wearing the face makeup, and people, yeah. when she started to veer into WWE therapy, yeah. people were not feeling it. They were like, oh, no, no, Well, she's not a good actress. I think we know that. Her, her like, facials are off. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So, 
Whatever. So you listen. Let me hear it. You think I'm a you think I'm a big mark for the fact that I'm talking about Roman this much and getting worked. I feel like that's kind of where my frustration comes is comes from the fact like, hey, just because you're talking about it, it's controversy, it's attention, and to a degree, you're right, and that's what's so frustrating in general about like the stock market. And if we all stopped talking about Roman, he would go away. Well, we don't talk but about we that much. We, we don't the talk only about thing it. we've talked about thus far yeah. that was is Adam con- Letterman and Roman Reigns. That was a conscious decision on this episode. When I told Dave, you guys that. When Dave Schilling was on this podcast, you yeah. asked him what he thinks a mark is. And he said, and I agree with this definition, yeah. uh, you know, people who get worked up over, oh, why are they pushing this guy? I want them to push my guy. And I thought to myself, that kind of sounds like a smark. Uh, but right now it's the exact behavior that you're exhibiting. Fuck you. Fuck you. Where you're like, <laughs> oh, why are they pushing this guy? Push these other people. They deserve it more. It's a little marky. Yeah. No, I would I, I listen, getting mad at Roman Reigns is a little marky, and that's why I got on board with him to get, begin with. I'm just putting my foot down about the booze. I, that's my original point, is that Roman Reigns deserves to be booze. Let's not get worked here right. into believing that, like, hey, oh, no. the guy deserves anything. No, he's being given most things, and he's proficient enough to handle that. But tell okay? me it's not fun to boo him. I enjoy. It is fun. I go up at him. SummerSlam. That is a, that is part of the experience, the carnival that is WWE. To me, one of the best moments of the last couple of years was that Raw after Mania where we booed him for ten consecutive minutes. <laughs> that was an amazing moment, and I was like, "This is cool." Yes. And to me, that's cooler than my guy having the belt. Yeah. That was a morph, and that's why WWE is such an experience because it's not linear. Weird things can happen, and Roman to me can be the guy, and I. Can be really upset about that, and I. By the way, I agree with you. I would rather there was someone else that was on top because he's not my guy, and he's missing a lot of pieces. And I'm about the charisma. Well, the but next I can also st- appreciate that I get to boo him. And also, the other argument to make is that the next big star will be a direct result of Roman, meaning. And that's why I love Roman in the spot of the guy to beat. I'm simply saying he deserves to be booed. Let's not be tricked. I don't but disagree. What I'm saying is that the CM Punk star will spawn similar off of Cena, will spawn off of Roman hate, where people are like, fuck this, and it will get a Daniel Bryan type character. The cycle repeats itself. <laughs> Do you agree with this point? Because you alluded to this with Finn. Yeah. I'm going to make a statement. There is no better. <laughs> wrestler than Roman to create a star. Yeah, so that's that's interesting and that's where I that's what's been going on in the back of my mind is that cuz I I knew this would come up and I'm thinking uh, I'm going like chicken or the egg. I'm like has it have they like is it cuz Roman is so perfectly suited for that or have they like or have they made him that? You know what I mean? I like mean, what, is there another guy that they could put in that spot? I mean, who else because I'm struggling right now. There's Strowman, but I am St- Strowman as the guy to beat isn't correct because he's too over. You know what I mean? So, but you also have to use. He feels more like a yeah. Oh. You have to use unusual tactics to beat right. Strowman because of who he is. You can wrestle Reigns straight up. So is this Roman role like now a WWE staple? Role. It's, it's the no, Cena, it's Cena job. Role. I'm saying so. We've seen that. Was there? I, I mean, oh God, this is. What, is this always like a precedent? There's a guy like that. I don't like. There's always. I mean, I guess like oh, it was an Orton for a while. People were really upset. But Cena is the direct re- relation. But I always kind of dug Cena. 
Like, you had annoyed me, but Cena was a really charismatic guy. I think you have rose-colored glasses. There was some time Maybe. where we were... The last couple of years have been kind to Cena for all of us marquee types, you know? Mm. I think there was a period where he was in this Roman zone. And by the way, because this is part of the relationship we have with these guys, I think in a couple of years... We will, because Roman is a decent wrestler, and because he probably will have done a lot of heavy lifting for the company and spawned some stars, I think we will start, our relationship with him will evolve and we will start to, it will be fun to wear Roman merch someday. Oh, I'm going to say that that will never happen. That's my argument about Roman Reigns, is that- You would no, have said that about Cena no, six years there's ago. A, there, I mean, there is a difference between- You are such Roman, a mark, it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's, this not, is so marky. It's not, listen, I'm happy to eat these words later, and I already like Roman as a wrestler. He feels, in, in a way, big time. A lot of that's booking. A lot of that is booking. <laughs> a lot of that's booking. But I'm saying that Ro Roman is missing a lot of what Cena has. Can I just say, did you see Trump's tweet the other day where he wrote, like, just what date. you trying yeah. to talk about today or something? It was like, W-T-R-U. He was, like, looking for topics to shoot on, and he tweeted in the morning. He was like, what you trying to hear me rap on? Or oh, something. I didn't it see was that. amazing. I saw it being like, September 11th, 17 years ago, with the exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> and someone posted that next to Obama's tweet. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, yikes. If all you're saying is that we should keep booing Roman Reigns, then yeah, I agree. Okay, let's it's hear fun to let's hear cashing on Roman to cap this. Okay, right. and if you call these guys, call me Mark again. I'll stun you. We've spent an hour talking about Roman. Hi guys, uh, this is Josh from the UK. Just doing a cash in on what I like to call the Roman effect. Shouldn't it be called like a everything pounded? he's touching at the moment seems to be like elevating himself, but bringing everyone else down. Uh, where's the Intercontinental Title? Where the fuck's that gone? Uh, if Strowman loses on Sunday, all that momentum dies. Uh, just making everyone else look weak, just because they're just trying to force it down people's throat that Roman's the fucking man. He ain't the man. I don't understand why they keep doing it. It's driving me nuts. And these characters shit. Another mark here. They have to bring the shield back just to try and get him over as a champ because they're scared of everyone fucking booing him. Just give him something new to do. He's fucking boring. Cheers up. Uh, all right, yeah, whatever. Right. Angry. Well, well, Angry right, so guy. Let's, let's, let's parlay into the UK marks are bigger marks than American marks. <laughs> I mean, th those guys are clamoring for a show. I mean, yeah. we don't give them a mania. We don't. We got to give them a big event. All right, let's talk about this. All right. The Shield. Where are you guys at with the Shield? You feeling the Shield? Where, what are your juices in the Shield? What's going on? Shield. All I things Shield. They need like a major turn or something a like a freshening up yeah 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 they need they i get it they're the shield i love dean Amb my dude dean ambrose is back buff as shit uh everybody's in the right spot yeah they need something to kickstart a new thing maybe they all turn and there's all like an evil shield or some, something has to happen but, so yeah, yeah yeah okay that's interesting yeah i I'm going to mark out for a minute. Right. Okay. I, I mean, I need my full drops here. What uh, what, what do I got here? You going to drop something or am I going to go? I'm really frustrated that this is Seth Rollins' spot right now. Mm -hmm. All right. So is marking out just mean complaining? Are you a mark if you complain? This seems to be your no, definition. I, I think it's the shilling point. Right. It's... 
you're you don't like the way things are booked and you want your guy to be here or this guy to be there because at the end of the day it's all it's it's a story we're right. watching a soap opera yeah. and i'm yeah. following the story and i'm going to watch it no matter what but i want my guy to be in my guy's place and to me Roman isn't my guy. And it's frustrating to me. Like, to me, the shield is really like Roman and the shieldettes. <laughs> and that yeah. is shoot the up, problem for me. Because Roman it, it really is. Shoot up, shoot up. Because Roman <laughs> is the. He, <laughs> he's the guy at the front of the stage. And, like, Dean's playing bass. Right. And Rollins is on the drums. Uh, yeah. And to me, my guy Rollins is, is a Dave Grohl. Got of it. the shield. Oh yeah. He needs to you try you want you, it's time for Roman. We need to a off rotation. We need a rotation Roman. on that stage. Yeah. Because I just think Rollins is the guy. <laughs> Rollins is the package. Okay. Rollins is the guy and it should and be who's Courtney Love in that? That Nazi that Nazi. <laughs> uh, what was her name? I forget. Eva Hate. So, I don't know. She I look I Whatever, was attracted to that Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I must have been very conflicted. Would you? Would you? I don't know. That's a tough. That's a tough. <laughs> am I Roman Reigns or am I me? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, well, now you've been. From Roman Reigns. <laughs> you're Roman no Reigns. No biggie. Yeah. You know how upset my father would be if <laughs> yeah. I was me? All right. So, all right. So, all right. Well, do you see Roman hanging in the back of the shield? Like when they walk yeah. down the ramp, because that's like their original formation is like him in the back and then the, the, the two in front. And I feel like in the back, he looks miserable. <laughs> like he's like oh, I'm the, like he has a vibe of I'm the champ. So here's the deal: I'm not on the shield right now at all. I'm feeling nothing, and I but I couldn't tell if that's just because I got the vacation blues or whatever. Like they they came back, I went away, and I was like not fully immersed. And you know when you come back to reality from a vacation, you're a little like. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, uh, I'm just getting back with it. And then it's like, I, I wonder if I missed the true excitement of the shield coming back. So that's why I threw it to you guys. But I'm not really feeling it. A couple of reasons I don't like is that, first off, they're not they're not bringing the belts with them. Yeah, That's really annoying me. I'm like forgetting that Roman is the champion. And also, I'm not, here's my main problem. I said it last week, is <clears throat> I, they're... They feel like heels to me. Mm -hmm. They feel like the like high school bullies. Uh, I know that that's because of Reigns a bit, though. Right. It's part. It's, it's partly your feelings right. for Reigns are being transported. And similar to your point, it's like when they're together, it's it. I said it. Rollins' status immediately lowers. So much in the shield, but Dean's status goes up. Dean's so status, to be fair, it was a Dean. good way to bring him back. But you, uh, th at the end of the day, you're sacrificing Rollins and all this, and that's my biggest problem. Well, He's I, the one that's getting the shortest end of the stick out of this whole Rollins equation. Has been, I think, truthfully, since his return, has been mismanaged a lot. Like we have Rollins' title run was the best title run I can remember. In in since when? What title run is better? AJ's had a long title run, but it's. It's not, not as fun. Not, not as, as memorable fun. as like heel Rollins title run yeah. from the briefcase into the title run when his memories wore the white. He had the U.S. championship and the heavyweight championship, and he killed Sting's career. He wrestled two matches in a row. Remember, he defended the U.S. title and 
the heavyweight part title. of that though has to. I mean, look, we're we're Rollins marks, right? Yeah. But to me, part of it is they they surprised us, and and almost every one of my favorite moments in wrestling are a surprise. The AJ run has been good, but I, I kind of knew it was coming. Rollins grabbed that belt, and you were like, "Whoa, what what is this?" And then you had it for like eight months. He whatever. grabbed the brass ring. He right. ran with the ball. He did what he needed to do, but it surprised us, and I think that's part of why it was so memorable and fun. Right. So uh, anyway, so I just think I, I just haven't. So the Shield they come in and then they're they're pulling this like they're like little. Th- it's like a little like immature. They're like, all right, hey, yeah, we won't be the Shield, and then they put on their regular clothes. Like, hey, we're not doing that. And then I'm kind of, but to be honest, I was a little confused by all the cop story. This cop yeah. storyline, I I just wasn't feeling it. Like I I, I mean, I guess like it was kind of cool. Like they there was some nuance that I dug. It was like. Uh, is it, are the cops a fan of the shield? Is it like, hey, the cops, local cops love the shield, but right. that didn't really come off. It just felt like this detective was just helping them out. Yeah. Wait, which detective? The, I'm, oh, you guys didn't see this on Raw? All right. It's like this thing where a detective, they had like a lieutenant, like a local lieutenant there. They pulled this angle where the shield was like, uh, Corbin was like, all right, look. I'm gonna. He has a bunch of cops, and he's oh, like, "They're not gonna arrest you." The sheriff. The sheriff. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that was the issue. Yeah. It was nomenclature. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He called it a detective, and yeah, you're like, "Thanks for backing oh, up Mount here." The, oh, no, no. What? Look, he, you, you couldn't have put the pieces. Together you said that? you said detective, and, and immediately like, wait, wait. in my head, I see fucking Columbo. Like, no, nah, is there a reason to put these boys in jail? <laughs> it's just the, the problem. But is the, co- the context wasn't enough. No. The shield. All the. I thought okay. I missed something. All right. No, yeah, b- anyway, no so they got a guy, like, Corbin is like, tr- he's like, hey, we're not going to arrest you. And there's, like, some kind of weird blackmail issues going on. It's Napoleonic law. Napoleonic right. law. I was, a little, dude, I, was, I was just, like, a little lost. And right. it might have been just me. When they, went, they went highbrow. They were, guys, it was a little too highbrow for me. But it, I did feel like, hey, what's all this cop stuff going on? Like, what? Why yeah. are we involved? When you start involving the cops, like, a little too much, it starts being like, all right, guys. Well, well Rollins, it's also, like, a wrestling show. Rollins called that out, right? He was, like... Like for yeah. years, people were coming in here raising hell, and they never get the cops called on them. Now yeah. all of a sudden, we're getting the cops called on us. Maybe the local PD are like, uh, they're not breaking the law. <laughs> well, that's always a confusing aspect of wrestling to me whenever they involve cops, when it's like, an assault has been committed, and I'm like, the are, aren't there assaults <laughs> all the time, continuously? Isn't this basically just yeah. assault? It's a constant <laughs> Isn't assault. This I guess the argument <laughs> is like, when you interrupt a match, it's like, hey, that was sanctioned violence. Right, right. This is unsanctioned violence. But there's so much unsanctioned violence well, all the time. During that Rollins, at 33, the Rollins-Triple H match was unsanctioned. The cops should have been there instantly. Yeah, point. To arrest the both of them. should have been arrested instantly. And Triple H came down with cops. Right. I have, so that's I have the most a shield, sanctioned you could get. I have a shield question. Yeah, I've been having this feeling since they came back. When they had axe handles with no axes on them. <laughs> what are they going to have axes on them? Hacking <laughs> people to pieces? You made a great point to me a while ago about The Rock. When he was yeah. coming back and you were like, Oof. he's not fully in the, in the Rock character. He's kind of like winking. How, how do you, how yeah, do you so frame the it? Rock, Ironic Rock the, versus yeah, like so real if, Rock. The thing about The Rock was that like at one point he got so, he got so big where he started being, uh, like, he had full-on third-person rock. Yeah, he was like, right. I, uh, the rock is here, I'm the rock. Fully in character, where he referred to himself in the third person, and he took himself so seriously, it was the people's haircut, like, you couldn't break that wall at all. Right. And then he started breaking around Scorpion King, is when- Oh, there's early. Deep, 
Yeah, it's early. It's early. We, there's only a couple of really great rock years. And then the rest of it is like, just being like, The Rock. Yay, The Rock. And yeah. him smiling and winking and nodding to the, who The Rock used to be. But the, if, you, if you want to break down in terms of rock DVDs, the only good rock DVD is called The People's Champ. Yeah, we, <laughs> we watched, watched it, it yeah. where it's a rock DVD where he's full in character. It's, yeah. we gotta do a, we gotta do an app talking about it. It's the best. He takes you to the the People's Barber Shop. The only reason he, to use a DVD anymore. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. we we were like struggling to figure out how to watch it that day because there was so much dust on anything that could play a DVD. Yeah. The ac- the one I accidentally bought like with thinking it was that was the one where he's shooting. There's footage of him shooting Scorpion King, yeah. and then he starts being like, you know, I'm just so great. Grateful to be on set and like ball, and you're like, no, no, no. I yeah, don't want any up. of this. Yeah. I want him talking about how expensive the shoes are, and that's it. So my point is, I feel like the shield has kind of taken on that ironic role. It almost they feel like they're cosplaying a little bit to me. Like it's something is less authentic about the first go around, and I don't think it's just because it's the second go around. Like it's the third, technically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost like it doesn't feel organic. Like it feels like I'm watching a show about three guys who got written to be back together because I can't really believe that any of them want. Like I don't think they were clamoring for the reunion. Yeah. It was more like fans were willing to pay high ticket prices, and so they kind of trotted themselves out there. The story is very sloppy. So right now we have an abrupt heel turn of Braun Strowman, the most over guy in the company, the most over face in the company. Even if he was tweener, he's still a face. Mm-hmm. He brought out, he wrestled with a kid right. at WrestleMania like not that long ago, okay? And he's their guy. And then they trot out the shield and it's got Roman Reigns, the guy that we all, whatever, love to hate or whatever. But he's not over as a face by any means, but they're pushing him as a face in the way that makes him the most face, which is with the shield at the expense of Seth Rollins, not Dean Ambrose. Right. Um, and so it's it's a little bit like, oh, they're together. Okay, so he's the bad guy, and it's happening very fast. The storytelling is slow. The, this is too fast. I'm sorry. It should have been slower. It would have been nice to see these guys be like, hey, let's get back to what we started. It's all about attaining. Like, what is their mission, right. and why is Strowman in the way of it? Right. They came in, attacked Strowman for cashing in, which Ambrose has done in the same way against those guys, right. his guys. Yeah. And that's what they were uh, mad at. Yeah. That's why I said there's something about Strowman. Now he's acting like a heel because he's saying heel stuff. He's healing off, and they're acting like classic bad guys. They have mean faces on. But storytelling-wise, the Shield are not really like baby faces. Right. And they used to be agents of chaos, and that's right. kind of what people dug. They'd come down with the skull scarfs on, and you, you know. So I don't know. I'm not crazy into it. I do. We want them to. All right. Here's what we. All right. Here. This is what, let's sum all this up. Do you want Hell in a Cell? Do you want the Shield to walk out? Uh, I mean, dripping in gold. We want them. They could have the tag belt, the IC belt, and the championship belt. They could, you know, uh, they could have all of the. That's all the belts on, on Raw. Yeah, that's all the all the men's belts on Raw. So, do you want that at the end of Hell in the Cell, or? Yeah, I want it. You do. Yeah, because I think it. I think the aesthetic of that. I yeah. like the look of it. I right. want to see it. So Drew and and Ziggler just won those belts. Literally just won them. So, uh, do you want that or? Well, there's a different question. The there. question do is, I think it's going to happen? Is a different question that like no, no, no. Do you I'd want? Cur- not, I'm talking about want. I, I, look to me, Z- Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, I think have been a good. V- it's been very useful 
to, I think, get McIntyre more over. But I just, I don't know that that's a long, uh, to me, I don't need them to stay together. I don't think it's that useful for Dolph. I think it's been a useful stepping stone for McIntyre. And I could be fine with them right, so not you, you, you're, you're not seeing the stable of the dogs of war or the pack, whatever Strowman's calling it. The dogs Strowman, of war. The dogs of war. What did I say? It's yeah, the dogs of war. Yeah, dogs of war. Yeah. Uh, you're not seeing that as that. You're seeing that as a quick flash in the pan. Uh, to me, when I look at McIntyre, we could walk out with those guys as the champion and the tag champions. When I look at McIntyre, I see a a singles stud. So I, I think all of this to me was I, I what I what I perceive occurred is that they were bringing McIntyre back and they were nervous about his capabilities right. and they paired him with Ziggler and I think he's outshone the expectation and I don't think he needs Ziggler by his side and that guy's not that young and he's got a particular look I say he needs a singles push right so McIntyre not yeah. that young he's like twenty seven isn't he? I thought he no. was no he's thirty. He's in his thirties. Is he? Yeah, I thought he was older, but if yeah. he's if he's in his low thirties, then then I'm not. The dude, that young. Uh, dude looks. The guy looks like a stud. All right, so he's all right, thirty two. He's thirty two. Cool. So Dan, do me a favor. Ask me if I would trade with McIntyre because would you trade his personality? His charisma is low. Would you Would you Freaky Friday with McIntyre? <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, a no brainer. I, mean, I would Freaky Friday with Owens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, freaky Friday is a pointless question. Uh, okay. So, all right, let's talk about our, let's just get into our predictions here. I mean, we've spent all of our time on this. Uh, so, literally, do you, who do you think's walking out? Let's talk about the Raw Tag Championships and the Heavyweight Championship. Who's walking out with both of those? I think that I'll, I'll give my prediction just to go. I think Roman Reigns walks out with that title, uh, which is, uh, I think it's a big deal to not have Strowman win this. I, I think this is a changing in this. I think he'll be fine because, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, how can Strowman win? You can't talk me Re through Reigns how walks that, out with this. The title. only method is what you were talking Foley. about. Yeah. yeah. I think Reigns walks out with the title, and I think The Shield walks out with the tag titles. I think on Monday night, you and see The cool. Shield walking out with every single belt they could possibly have. He knew. Yeah. Those guys are. Do you guys think that happens? What do you think happens? I mean, okay. I <clears throat> What I think, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to just bank on a. You're back from swerve. Mustache Mountain, aren't you? Yeah, that is. Oh, yeah. You just, yeah. just so you know, Newman just climbed down Mustache Mountain. Actually, he was the opposite. He was at the playa. I was in the, just, on the playa. The yeah. mountain's out there, dog. Uh, I think that they lose. Roman loses the belt to Strowman. Uh, I think they don't win the tag belts, and I think we see the shield breaking up. Wow, that's what you think we're gonna see? Yes. Wow. I mean, that would be really fun, but that to me is a a what I want. Prediction. What I yes. want to happen is that they win all the belts, and it ushers in an era of like these guys have all the belts. Other wrestlers have to team up, make other factions, because I want more factions happening. Right. All right, what do you think happens? To what degree could So let's say they let's say they win all the belts. <laughs> oh my God, okay. Can they splinter and like to me it would be interesting if they win all the belts and kind of are going their separate ways but they're still sort of a fa like they can come together. That's like interesting. Voltron. To me right. They sort of Voltron when needed but it's not that often. Like that. And they, and this is just a vehicle to get Ambrose there and cuz I need I need Rollins to be doing his own thing. He doesn't need Ambrose or Reigns. He's the one who this is what I can't get over. Rollins loses when the three of them are working together. Well, oh, okay, so you're essentially agreeing with my point. 
about Reigns, which is that Reigns is in the way of of a guy like Rollins headlining Manias. 100%. But Reigns is also the better guy for WWE. Like, those two things can be true. They are not mutually exclusive. I would rather... One dick and a Nazi girlfriend, and all of a sudden, you can't be on the Today Show? Come on. I mean, (laughs) I think that is it. I think you nailed it. I mean, Matt Lauer did the same thing. He's not on the Today Show. I said this last... I said this last... This is hot garbage. Just hitting buttons now. I said this last episode, but I think that what actually ends up happening is that, yes, the Shield gets all the belts, but then uh, uh, Rollins ends up dropping his Intercontinental belt to Drew McIntyre, and that causes a rift between McIntyre and Ziggler, and we see the breaking up of that group. Thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, What's it going to take for Newman to get control of the soundboard? It's going to uh, a complete... Uh, we have a fan contest. A full-on mutiny. Cold dead hands. Listen, he had his time to have his mutiny, and he he went to chose to go to Burning Man. Okay, he could have taken over the airwaves, and he chose to go to Burning Man. All right, we got we got to move on. Okay, we have to move on. I want to say one thing. That Simone drop, I thought off Strowman was pretty dope, yeah. I thought. That looked pretty... That looked... Like, like picking up, uh, to Rain's credit, picking up Braun Strowman. That guy's fucking heavy. Yeah. That was pretty dope. 382 pounds. Uh, another insight. I noticed Dolph Ziggler changed his pants. Uh-huh. Okay. He was wearing pink pants in the intro. The pink pantser. He was the pink pantser. Yeah. He was wearing a pink pants in the intro. Oh, stay for this one thing. Okay. <laughs> Before you take your piss break. <laughs> Ziggler was wearing pink pants in the opening. Oh, and then I noticed him. in the match, the tag match. He's wearing black pants. I got something for you. I got a... Uh-oh. Arlen is... What's happening? Uh-oh. Arlen is now taking off oh his, shirt. God, his shirt. He's taking off his shirt. I don't know what this could be. This might be... I, I mean, Does he take his whole shirt but- off to go to the bathroom? He's unbuttoning his shirt. This is... Uh, I don't know. Right, he's, he's opening a bag. a bag. Of his bag. Okay. This is great. This is an audio medium. This uh, is great. Oh, wow. Oh, looks like... Oh, oh wow. Looks like garment. Oh, wow. It's like he's pulled out some kind Whoa. of garment. Oh, he's got oh, a my God. back. Oh, it looks like Arlen is doing his own back. costume change. Arlen is... He's mid-podcast pulling off a costume change. This is unbelievable, folks. He oh, just wow. snapped your expectations in half. I understand a mid-match change. Wow. Because you know what? Sometimes you Whoa. feel more comfortable in different ring gear. That's right. Arlen now went from a businessman button down to a WBF SummerSlam main event t-shirt. Hogan versus Brutus the Barber BK and Zeus and Macho Man. No, it's a tag it's a tag team. Yeah. Hogan and Brutus the Barber Beefcake versus Zeus and Macho Man Randy Savage. For the record, I'd Freaky Friday with Arlen's back. Wow. Jacked, jacked guys. Jacked, he's got his back yoked up. Anyway, that's I tried to tell the Cow Nation that they should not <laughs> compete with right. me in feats of strength. Listen, Arlen. <laughs> I mean, feats of strength? Or feats of fitness. I got a cow exclusive. Let's here. go with the latter. Okay. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, why he changed his pants for the match? Okay. Now wrestlers don't normally change their gear, right? If you're rocking gear in the beginning of the show, do you think they change into a different? Set I mean, of would gear? you want to change? I wouldn't want to change. But pants are made of leather. I mean, most wrestlers don't do it, right? Right. I think he literally there's, just said he did it he's like, "Yo, at two segments, I change." Wow. I mean that's I like that I like that <laughs> I thought that was a cool thing to hear right I how many I, I don't I don't most of the time you see if a wrestler wearing gear they're wearing the same gear later that's not what concerns me yeah. what concerns me is when I hang out with Dolph in real life which is not that often but often enough yeah 
he's dressed like his ring gear, basically. Yeah. That's the more that's Jeans, the more hoodie. curious question. Yeah. What he was wearing the night we saw him a couple nights in a row. He's basically wearing cut off his his out of ring gear is more extreme to me than his ring gear. <laughs> well, the thing about yeah, he he's more his whole gimmick is pretty authentic. It's pretty much who he is. Like the whole '80s rock guy. He just is. He is an but 80s rock guy. But I also thought, like, I didn't He's think people <laughs> really. You would know this, Newman. I didn't think people really liked that music. I love it. No, 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 no. Don't you oh, like no, more he, hardcore stuff? Oh, what do you mean, like, like, like glam that metal? Light, yeah, like I didn't oh, think people yeah, actually liked that yes. light hair metal stuff. Like I thought that was a moment. It was like disco, where it's a goof in the moment, and like we had fun. And there's a couple songs, but like so, he's in that lifestyle. So the people yeah. who like that, he's going to like GNR concerts. Right. Yeah, they're called hairdos. The people who like that that kind of hair music, dudes? hair dudes. This is the new man because they extreme value. Wow. He's, got, he's, he's got his ear to the street because they because that's what they are, right? They're not into the music. So like hardcore punk, right? You're probably like politically active and you have like a, a point of view. Uh, uh, you know, death metal. You're into like horror movies and shit like that. But like glam metal and like hair metal, it's like you're just you're in it for the for the frizzy hair and the eye makeup and the chicks, man. Which yeah. is fine, yeah. but you're a hairdo. He's a hairdo. And there's nothing, I'm not making a value judgment, but he's a hairdo. Well, I mean, you're making, a, there's a little bit of value, no judgment, value judgment embedded in there. If, if there was were, a hierarchy, okay. <laughs> you laid out a hierarchy. That actually was a cross, that was like a, that was a, a Y axis. Um, if, if we weren't talking about the te- WB tag team champion right now, right. would you have qualified that as you're not judging? Uh, what, what, what do you mean? What are you saying? Okay. Anyway, I think the listeners know. Okay. I think the people know. All right. Let's move on to quickly. The rest of the stuff on Raw. Uh, Kevin Owens cut this promo in the middle of the ring. And uh, he basically, one thing I really liked about this promo, it kind of feels like, I want—I don't want to say they're like repackaging Kevin Owens, but they're, they're, um, they're like, they're uh, clearly defining where he's at right now. Right. Which is, well, that's their goal. I don't know if that's necessarily what we got. But is uh, Kevin Owens is now, it feels like he might be going into like OG Kevin Owens era where he's yes. a little bit more brutal and he's a more of like an a- agent of chaos yeah. and he's more about like doing whatever it takes and uh, he still, he has that anger. I always say about Kevin Owens, it always feels like he can at any point say, look what you made me do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's an, abu- he's he's an abuser. It's the right, right spot yeah. for him. Right. And, and, it, and it, it like works. He has that face of a guy who's just like... He has like some guilt for things that you made him do. Like he has uncontrollable rage and anger and and uh, so um but one thing he did that was really nice in this in this promo made me think is he justified why he was part of the mob yeah. uh who attacked the shield, right? Because the that mob is ran by Braun Strowman, who up until recently was his arch nemesis. Right. Who he said like I he's vowed his revenge on him. But he said a thing that was just like, hey, like the reason I was in that mob is because, like, I don't like the shield. I don't like. I do whatever I want. Like, you can't tell me what I what I what I do. Like, I'm against the shield. I'm also against Strowman. I'll have my revenge on him. I'll, uh, you know. And and maybe the th- the reason I even pointed out it was that you two things. One is justification lines are just that. They're just a line. The same thing as in improv scenes, but there there could be just one sentence. But that one sentence is. The difference between something being good or bad, making sense or not making sense. Right. You know? And that is missing a lot in WB. Is like the line is like, why is he doing this? Just tell me why. And a lot of times it's literally a sentence. And it got me thinking. It was like, we always blame WB, but 
and I guess they're still the root cause of this, but is how many times do you think these guys just leave out justification lines? Like by like accident? Like they're handed a script. Oh, right. How many think WWE guys, because now we know they're not getting bullet points. Based which, on the track record, always. Yeah, right? Like, I bet that, not, no offense to wrestlers, but when they get a script, they're focused on a lot of the frosting and not the cake. Right. Right? Like, this is the line that's going to sound cool. This is the one I got to, like, yell and sell, as opposed to a line that actually is a foundational line right. in a script, and they probably get tossed. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought of that. Uh, that was something. Uh, yeah. That was something I mean, that I thought of from that. Is that, like, it's really, and I noticed Kevin Owens does it. I can't. I couldn't think of an example. I was thinking it's so hard. But in the past, I think it's what I like about his promos. He has a lot of promos of like, "Here's why I do what I do." And I think Alexa Bliss does that as well. Yeah, there's a lot of clarity in their storytelling. Uh, so anyway, that's something here's, I think about. Here's what, what I don't understand about his promo. What does it mean that like from now the so he he, he left and he came back because right. now he can do whatever he wants. Well, I never saw the him what quitting. Does that, mean? that was when I was in Japan. But what does that mean <laughs> that he can do it? Are all of his matches no holds barred now? Can he just attack? Can he interrupt a match and with impunity? Like what's I didn't get the I didn't really get the quitting in the first. It was very abrupt to me. Yeah, like it was just he he just lost and he was like. Now I quit. Right. He feels like a kid with anger issues. He's like an angry kid who's just lashing out at anybody and everything. And right. when he has moments of rage, whoever's around gets the 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 blunt the brunt the of it. And like uh, 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 so, it feels kind of like that. Like and and, and it works because he has that Cartman fat kid look. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I he think has there that could be like, more depth. I would love to see them do like a the, the, the backstage long form interview with Kevin Owens, like. Let's let's do like a three parter over because I feel like he could carry stuff like that, and I would love to just hear him editorialize on his motivation and yeah, yeah, just take it further because he is that good at it. I, I think well, I'm excited to see where it goes. I like that he has like he has his like hero's journey or villain journey of like he's like yeah, right now Bobby Lashley is, is going to go down, and then I'll take out the shield, and then I get my belt from Strowman, you know? Yeah, but. Just keep in mind that Braun Str uh, Kevin Owens could have been holding the case this whole time. And that would have been a great year for Kevin Owens. Strowman didn't need the case. We said it from the start. Kevin Owens was the guy to hold the case or the Miz. And uh, it's a bummer. He doesn't, he doesn't have it. Um, okay. So, uh, and... Uh, Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a uh, false alarm. All right. Last thing I'll say about Raw, and then we'll move on. Well, all right. Two things. Quick things. One thing. Uh, Ronda Rousey said it before. Her backstage interviews seem to be her strength. She when she does live when she's not in front of the crowd. I think she gets nervous in front of the crowd. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it seems pretty crowd. clear that she gets a little nervous. And she does one move that I really like is she just really good at the uh, the promo talk exit. Yeah. <laughs> where she just goes like, I'm still the best, and she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know well, I mean? that's the move. We've talked about this before, yeah. actually. Nothing's more frustrating to me than the backstage interview. Interview's done, and they're both blankly staring at the camera, just waiting. And you're like, what is this? this no, she does the walk off. Yeah, it's good. That was good. good. And then uh, also I thought Leo Rush, <laughs> um, who I've it, it's interesting, I've seen this guy wrestle a lot of times. I saw Leo Rush versus Ricochet with you yes, at PWG. Did. Yes, we did. Uh, Leo Rush, it's interesting, I've never seen the guy touch the microphone. This is my first time seeing Leo Rush on the microphone, and I was into it. Yeah. Um, I think, like, I see he's got a definite charisma about him and a charm about him, and then I started watching some of his videos on his Instagram, and I was like, uh, 
And the guy's like 21 years old. Yeah. He's 23 years old, I think. Uh, There's quite exciting a squad, prospect of this guy, even though he's little. Quite he's a squad small. of under very 20, small. like 22 and under talent just floating around yeah, in yeah. WWE. Huge surge in, yeah. There's go, there is a wave coming of like this, this, big time, big time I guys. Mean, they got to work the microphones more in the indies. That's like, my yeah, whole point. Yeah, but yeah. like you have all these guys who like are not even 25 yet. Right. Their testosterone hasn't spiked. They're going to like, it's, imagine... Uh, 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 what's his name? The Dream, Velveteen Dream. Yep. When he turns twenty, holy shit, he's gonna be fucking. Massive. Well, he's already pretty fucking big. Exactly. Yeah. But also, they don't. I mean, if you're under twenty-two, you don't need to work the mic on the indies. They're in there for long enough. Yeah, to you're get right. It's so young. Yeah, it's so young. The Rock's daughter. Leo Rush signed. Is too small. The Rock's daughter is training at the Performance Center. She's oh, seventeen. Nice. nice. Yeah. I'm All gonna right. say this. Leo Rush is too small. He's 5'6", 160. He's really small. Excuse I've me, seen him that in is He's just the right small. size. <laughs> He's very small. How about this? He's Lilliputian. What would you think if he was 5'6", 140? Uh, would that be just right? That's a lower weight. I'd say he's even smaller. Okay. Sorry, we're done on Leo Rush. I'm sorry. Right. I was talking about you me. Here, I was talking about going. me. I wasn't talking about Leo Rush anymore. Okay, well, on Arlen... Uh, Okay, man, I just remember how much I like that song. Um, not anyway. All right, SmackDown. Let's move on to SmackDown quick. So, um, <laughs> this Samoa Joe segment. Did you see the Samoa Joe segment? Yes. Was a story time. Yeah. Pre-tape. Yeah. Can we skip to the ending of it with the picture? Yeah. Do you, uh, you guys ever watch that show? I thought what, what? the show story time. No. No. It's fun. What, what is, is it? it? It's on the WWE Network. They oh, take like crazy oh, yeah, stories yeah. and they animate them. I saw like the one where like Flair was talking about banging in an airplane. Or well, the thing, right? but the thing is, that it's somehow like WWE definitely got the memo that like it's 2018 on like Raw and SmackDown. But like on some of these other network shows, oh, they yeah. didn't get the like when they do that picture time thing with right. like back. They're talking about stuff like this whole story time. They'll be like. Yeah, me and Warrior were on the plane, and we were just, like, pilled up, yeah. and you're like, whoa, hey, yeah. all right, guys. <laughs> it's, uh, I haven't watched much of that, but th those it's guys' fun. stories, they can't, <laughs> they can't actually tell a lot of the real stories on the, uh, on the, they're getting close. I like the picture thing, too. I don't want, the one I watch the most on the network is, uh, Table for Three. Yeah, great. That one I really like. Great. It's uh, awkward, though, that they actually eat. Yeah. <laughs> Have you noticed that they place an order and like sometimes the food will come and he's like, the steak's a little undercooked. They like send it back and There's you're like, an what episode is this? With Neville. I actually like that. Or Neville's just eating an apple, right? Because he's like shredded. Yeah. So he's not going to eat the fucking beef yeah, Wellington. So, yeah, that they're they're bringing, they, always, they always bring like <laughs> mashed potatoes. Yeah. He's like, I'm the good with an apple. The old guys love it. Yeah. All right. So the Samoa Joe story time segment, first off, I thought was a really interesting, cool, creative space for them to go in. Yeah. Obviously, WWE, they got all the resources in the world. If they just plan a little bit ahead of time, they can make amazing pieces like this. It looked super cool. Uh, the Samoa Joe's acting was fucking awesome. We know he's a great actor. Yeah. Uh, he delivered it awesome. And then, yeah, you're right. It was the uh, the ending of it was amazing. Did not see it coming. The last shot was awesome. It was just a storybook ending shot saying like the end, and it's just Samoa Joe with Wendy, yeah. Wendy Styles, AJ Styles' wife, and their daughter, and he's holding the WWE Championship like he's yeah. the he's the daddy. And now. her arm is around him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have, he, two, I have two things to say. Okay, one. I have six things to say. I still think Samoa Joe looks like shit. He's okay. never gonna. He can't change his face. 
he's clearly is not changing what? his body. Why? He looks cool. I don't think he looks cool. I don't like the look. Okay. However, this whole Wendy thing is a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Okay. I'm in. You're all in? I'm in. I'm in. Are you all I in? I like it's his commitment to it is so intense. And for me, that's the biggest thing about wrestling. When these guys get yeah. fully committed, and he has gone so hot and heavy on this thing. Oh, to, to, Wendy! To a degree that I've had conversations with people, and it's like, he's a little out of line here. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. offensive yeah, yeah. to AJ's wife. That's great. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. This but is this is awesome. That sucks that we're not in an era where we get to see... Samoa Joe make out with the yeah, Wendy. Yeah, spot. yeah, we yeah. don't we don't get to see we don't get to see Joe actually like Wendy actually succumb to his charm. That's the attitude era version of the story. That spot with AJ's kid from a couple weeks ago was pretty good, where he was like bleeding, and she's like, uh, Wendy was there with the baby, uh-huh. and, yeah. and the kid was crying. And she's like, like kind of disgusted by AJ's behavior. Yeah, that was that AJ, was pretty good. Actually, one of the best things about AJ Styles is the Shin, with this thing that Shinsuke mentioned. Is that he's too emotional? Yeah, but they're not really like saying that enough. Like I want them to like hammer that over the head. That's the justification line right. for AJ Styles that he is too emotional. It's his only weakness. No one could beat him at wrestling. But he also feels to me like a kid uh, on the playground that's kind of like sweet. Like yeah, he's really good at sports and stuff. But like he's kind of that sweet kid and right. like Samoa Joe's just like a jerk. And right. he's going at him. And even when AJ responds, I'm always like, dude, you're not like fighting fire with fire here. Like right. you're kind of, he's like so, there's something about him that is kind of childlike and there's something about Samoa Joe no, that, that it, there's a real intensity there. That's what's so good about the storytelling. He's like, hey, look, you know what my weakness is, okay? And look, I am I can be too emotional. He's, not, he's dropping that line. I get it. It's corny to say I emotional. get emotional. But I, I'm saying, I, Shouldn't I like it be that. I'm sensitive? Isn't that the right way to frame it? I'm no, a, I'm emotional. I get emotional. He, he gets he he gets too emotional. His his emotions sometimes take him over. I run hot, and that's what I'm saying. Is that like that's why he started bashing Samojo with the chair, and that and that and whenever he gives into his emotions, it doesn't have the effect he wants. So that's why he keeps it steady, and that also gives us a nice uh, excuse. To have AJ be kind of boring because he can be a little boring. At I mean, times. It's sort of like a it's like a Batman angle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Joker. Yeah, so, yeah. Everything's just Batman Joker, yeah. right? Uh, I really thought that was great. We'll see. Does Samojo win this title? Any chance? Oh God, I think that's the cool part. Is it? AJ's held this belt long enough where it's a- any time he possible? can drop it. Yeah, yeah. Um, si, si puede. Look, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a shamer. I'm just gonna say <laughs> the belt is not gonna be right on the waist. <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah, they, yes you know, uh, it will be. Well, he can't. He, oh, it's fact that Joe can't fit the belt around his it's waist. It's just an objective statement. He won't be able to wear it. He's going to wear the belt. <laughs> okay. You think it'll. Yes. Well, then, well, they then he's going to need that seat extender thing <laughs> that you get on the airplane. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think AJ Styles retains. I think Joe wins. Really? I think I, AJ, I think AJ hold, retains. I think AJ uh, holds just, this belt through Mania. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they're gonna. I think he's gonna have I a long. Could the, the feud cell. keep going, or is this gonna blow it off? I think they could take. Uh, it could go on ice. I, I, uh, I don't know. I just it's think AJ. I, th- I guess Romania is a big thing, but I think AJ might hold the belt, and then we might see something like AJ Cena for the belt at Mania, like you know AJ Cena four or something. 
I just feel like Samoa AJ Joe. Needs a, AJ needs AJ needs a big. He's ha, keeps having. He doesn't have any. He needs like an Orton feud. He needs like a big marquee feud. Right. You know, it, it, all his feuds are with like the cool guys. Mania is only seven months away. <laughs> Yo, we got our tickets yet? <laughs> You know what oh, I was, it's in New York. It's not a bummer. It's in New, I, I don't feel excited about that. Do no, you? you know what I was thinking about earlier when you said like we don't bring shows to the UK, and I'm like, man, when Mania's in London, like, Holy what fuck. a schlep! But we're going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, so all right, that's enough about Joe. All right, anything we got? Here. Becky was in the crowd, just kind of like I don't know. She it was like uh, she had her like. Lois Lane look, right. and uh, and I don't have much to say about this match. I'm not into it. I'm not. Listen, I don't know what it is for Becky. She's doing good work. People are into. Her. I agree. She's she's. Uh, she just doesn't do anything for me. I I, I don't know. I I maybe I'm so I'm so anti steampunk that I just I don't know what to do about it's it. Valid. She's kind of like a like a cheesy version of AJ, like. That's kind of the zone, and I think the, she can't do it. AJ AJ's the best wrestler in the world and company, next to Charlotte Flair. No, AJ's a lot better of a wrestler than Charlotte. <laughs> okay, anyway, uh, do you, who think you think Charlotte retains? Becky wins. Uh, I, I think there's a chance Becky takes this home. Nah. Yeah, I think I think She's Becky. Not, I think I'll, I'll go with that. I think Becky wins. <sighs> All right. Although it is just hell in a cell. It's like, how many belt yeah, changes yeah, yeah, are there going to be? Not many. Yeah, yeah. Not right. many. Frankly, uh, probably none. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be like an episode. Right, right. the Last cell. thing we got to talk about, and then we got to move on to talk about Suburban Commando. Patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. We're going to do a bonus episode on the movie Suburban Commando, and I'll give you a little preview. This might be... The worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It's got to be up there. We'll get into it on the other I'll podcast. I'll give you a little preview. I, I don't agree. Oh, okay. I love All right. it. That's a little preview. Let me ask you a question. Are there, just out of curiosity, any are there any patrons in the room? Uh, yes. Arlen Marmel is a patron of the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. And, I, owner, I, I like and, and owner of the WB stock. This guy owns everything. I like to think of myself as the benefactor, not, yeah. a, pa- not a patron. Well, you're but, the uh, Jeff Bezos of the of the cow universe. And, and you know how I know you're not a business guy? Wow. Because you don't know how to pronounce his name. Bezos. <laughs> Wrong again. <laughs> I mean, what, what does it matter? How Wrong he again. His, what, what is it going to matter how you pronounce his name when he's lining up to the guillotine? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Because that's coming. Yo, you think we're going to mass slaughter? <laughs> I hope so. Okay. What a punk guy you are. You got punk. All right. Uh, the last thing we got to talk about. We got to talk about the Bree versus Maurice match and just Daniel Bryan Miz segment. Um, okay. So, listen. I like... That this feud will clearly keep going. Yep, that's it, my it main. It should thing. keep going because it has not reached it, its zenith or what I would have hoped for from it. Right. So I need it to keep going, and that's kind of why we need. Actually, I said AJ's gonna hold it to Mania, but now I just remembered that I want Miz to win that belt really bad. I think Miz has to hold that belt for Mania. We gotta see Miz. We gotta see Miz Daniel Bryan at Mania for that belt. I, I don't know. It might be. It might. That's. It's. That's a long stretch. Uh, that would involve Miz winning the belt, conquering Daniel Bryan. We've been through this a million times, and I'm not 100% seeing that that's their plan. But yeah. anyway, uh, so we get this match. It's kind of interesting when I was watching, I kept thinking about how it's the same match with Cena and Nikki that we saw at 33. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, it's still Daniel Bryan and Bree, you know, <laughs> going strong. But, uh, uh, and, and, uh, and Miz and Maurice, like, you know, different couples, but still another match. Anyway, point is, uh, did you enjoy this? Yeah, I mean, did you I, feel like? Are you feeling hot? I think I know Miz is supposed to be like the bad guy, but I agree with literally everything he had to say about Daniel Bryan. 
What were his points? I mean, the only points I remember for some reason are him saying that Maurice five months ago had a baby and is in ring shape. Well, I just his overall over. point is that like uh, Daniel Bryan's time has come and gone. It's Miz's time now. Yeah, he's a relic of a bygone era, and he can't compete. And yeah, I don't disagree with that, especially with regards. Like uh, or in comparison to the Miz, yeah, the Miz should also drop the point. Maybe he has. He should say the only reason you're interesting is because of me. Yeah, that's what he He's should say. He's definitely said like you haven't evolved. Yeah, which yeah. I think is the thing with the Miz is I, I don't think there is a wrestler today that makes more sort of authentic points. Right. Like he sort of says what you're thinking. Um, and and especially with Daniel Bryan, it carries a lot of weight because I think all the fans are sort of thinking like. He has seemingly lost a step, or or maybe he hasn't lost a step, but everyone gained a step right. while he was gone. Like something doesn't feel right. that compelling. And I'll I'll add, I think it's hard for the Bellas to be present in this moment when there are so many incredible women around. It's tough. They yes. they don't. They sort of stand out as like this is not. It doesn't work really anymore. And so I think it's really like I think. Uh, look, it's hard not to side with. Uh, I love them, is so. What, what am I going to say? Well, I think uh, I think when I'm looking at Bree and Daniel Bryan in those corny ass Seattle Seahawks Ugh. colors, you guys know how I feel about. It. You know, I feel about two things there. I how I feel about sports, which are jabroni, and they don't belong near my fucking wrestling in the Pacific then, Northwest. Absolutely, and and you and, and you guys know how much I hate the Pacific Northwest. Have you been to Portland? No. Yeah, with you. Yes, yeah, like terrific. two weeks ago. I know that's like why I'm three saying. weeks ago. My, my point is, you Great know, place. you don't hate the Pacific. Yeah, no, no, I loved it. It's incredible. Portland's. I want. I, yo, you want to go back to it? Uh, I would love to. Let's do it. Well, that's why we have a nice wine Taste tasting. All the businessman. <laughs> but Arlen, I happen to be in Portland. Arlen's like, yeah, I'm in Portland. I'm like, what are you doing? So like, yeah, visiting uh, the vineyard that I nah, belong to. Be, what do you think white guys do on the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he takes me to the vineyard. They're like, oh, Mr. Barmel. Oh, thank you. Like, yeah, this <laughs> is my Barmel. guest, and it's fucking me and my wrestling team. Uh, at a fucking vineyard in Portland. He had maybe. to call the security off of you. <laughs> no, no, no. Friday, Friday, my man. He's, uh, he's fine. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll yeah. allow a comedian in here for today. <laughs> yeah, I'm tasting the. We're tasting the the 2016 versus the 2015. They're like, see, 2016, not a lot of water. It's more of a smoky uh, blah. And you're like, I don't know. This all tastes like shit. I mean, can't the same can't the same be said about the 2017s, right? Because of the fires, right? So there was a it was a difficult year. A we, lost, year. <laughs> we lost a lot of great grapes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man, that was funny. It was a tough oh, year. That was good. That was good. Anyway, what was bad was Seattle Seahawks colors. Two things: hate sports coming in, and I hate couples dressing like a fucking sports team together. Yeah. I hate couples like that's my husband's team, so that's my team. She's not from fucking Seattle. Ugh! <laughs> I hate that. That is so corny. It's like it's my husband's team. I don't know. Is that just me? No, I is mean, that just me? I'm not no, no, I agree with you. I'm from the Northwest, but in Vancouver, but I would go down to Seattle a lot, and that is everywhere, and it's disgusting. And, oh, and they reek it's of so cheap gross. heat, and Brie Bella is all cheap heat. She stinks as a wrestler. Uh, I mean, I, I have a different issue. 
I don't think you get to claim, like to me, when we say the Northwest, that's America, baby. <laughs> I don't think you get to go, yeah, I'm from the Northwest too. You know, uh, Vancouver. Oh, yeah, yo, just you're Canadian. What are you out of your mind? Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Pacific Northwest. No, you don't you get to claim America. You can't Pacific talk shit about no, my look, country. Look, when, someone says, when someone says the Pacific Northwest, it's in parentheses of the United yeah, States America. of America. Yeah, right. you're not in the, I apologize. I'm from a better place. By the way, I didn't even get there. I didn't know that we were recording with a non-American. I yeah. wouldn't <laughs> You wouldn't have said a couple things? Yeah. You had a couple of Bret Hart We, things. the people. Yeah. You had a couple of digs on Bret Hart. You said a couple of questionable Benoit things. Yeah, my relation, from my the, relationship with Bret Hart is so complicated. I'm from today. the Northeast, Newfoundland. <laughs> oh, oh, you're from Newfoundland, eh? Yeah, oh, I'm a Newfie. How about that? Well, also you could Welcome say like, I'm from the northeast of China. Yeah. Like, you could also be yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> you, know? I, you don't know this about me. Yeah. I was actually uh, I was born in the south, um, Chile. Oh, nice. Chile. Yes, yeah, nice. Chile. Argentina. Uh, no, it's an ocean. We're not. Listen, all right, guys. We immigrant shame here. Yeah, the non-xenophobes <laughs> call it the Pacific Northwest as well. Oh, we we haven't rounded you up yet. <laughs> all the Canadians. <laughs> the Canadians. Oh man, Can, is that is that on the list? A Canadian? Uh, yeah. Is Canadian? <laughs> Racism and coming up. Trump called us snow Mexicans, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> which I think is so funny. That's the one thing he that did? I think. That's the uh, one thing he that he, snow Mexicans. That's the one thing that he's actually said that's really funny. Well, he got into a beef with Trudeau, right? They had a, like a thing. Well, so yeah. a socks off. He was like, yeah. "This guy is uh, really handsome and smart, and for those reasons, I hate him." Yeah. Oh, oh my god, uh, so that's just the problem. It's like, Jesus listen, guys, Christ. Trump, he, just, he doesn't belong. We're gonna get political. Nope. But he Edit does it. belong. We can't allow politics to step he deep does. in the same he, way we can't allow the Seahawks come to step in. He's not qualified to be the president, but I mean, boy, oh boy. Is he qualified to say st weird stuff? He definitely <laughs> deserves to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, absolutely. He's 100%. I would love to get him back. For WrestleMania, maybe? Okay, so <laughs> Daniel Bryan went nuts on, on Miz because they had a nice spot in that where Miz pulls Brie mm. out of the ring. And it's like, hey, he, you know, it wasn't like woman violence. It was like, hey, I'm just trying to, like, save the pin. But that just made Daniel Bryan go, like, a thousand miles an hour. Well, he pulled her hard as fuck yeah. out of the ring. Yeah. To the point where I think the Miz actually broke character a little bit and was like, ooh. Like, he, like, made yeah. a face, like, uh-oh. <laughs> She weighs like 90 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I thought that was, I, I'm into it. I mean, uh, you know, uh, it's a it's, Daniel Bryan character. The Miz is like on fire right now. And the Daniel Bryan character is lacking. We yeah. need Miz to win clean. And it should be, it could be against, it, it, the moment I want is I want, it, it, it can't happen in this match. Well, maybe it can because it's a tag match, but whatever. It works better for a one-on-one. -on -one. They eject Maurice from the corner. She's about to give him brass knocks. He's about to cheat. It do, he gets caught and like whatever. He has to. So he has to fight fair, and he wins fair, and he's as shocked as everybody else. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he's like, "You're oh, not going to get it." Everything I've said about Daniel Bryan is true. He does suck. He isn't as good as I said. I I was just saying it. Right. But now look, it's true. And then the Miz has his Biff. Rise to Back to the Future 2. He's got the tower. He wins the belt off AJ. And he maybe beats AJ clean because he's coming off of actually believing in himself for the first time. And we have Miz at the fucking top. And he's on WK2. 19 is on the cover. He's on the He's a Today Show guy. I was just going to yeah. say. Miz is a Today Show guy. I didn't even think of it. Time. No, yeah. it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. He well, can I've go on all the talk shows. Yeah. I've said Miz is actually the guy. I feel like we should coin that term. The, the, uh, he has his Biff moment. That's, yeah. that's a moment. thing. 
and want him at the tower. And then Daniel Bryan down on his dust. His wife's not attracted to him anymore. She's not wearing. She's wearing the fucking I don't know Toronto Maple Leafs covered whatever whatever. If that was for a no different she's, sport. She's done wearing that, and that's it. All right. Anyway, we gotta wrap because we gotta we gotta commando out. Everybody, hey. We're going to go record Suburban Commando episode. You can hear it just by becoming a patron. There's a lot of great bonus episodes on there. And uh, remember, the Nasty Newman t-shirt contest ends October 3rd. Post your submissions on the Facebook page. You can even ask for tips from Newman. You have access to Newman. Yeah, less is more, guys. Less is more. You be like, hey, what do you think of this? You could tweak it. And ultimately, on October 3rd, Honestly, in that episode, Newman will choose, and that will go up on ProWrestlingTees.com. If somebody just makes a t-shirt that says Newman in this War Games font, that is you a, win. That's a tremendous shirt. I really love wow, it. Wow, I mean, you. he just gave you the keys. To, he just gave you the, the full-on uh, Ready Player One. He gave you the tips, man. No reason to go to the archives. The answers are here. This is WWE right. official merch. Everybody... Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Comedians of wrestling. I listen on Thursday when I go to work. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.